This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Wake me up before you go-go. Who needs Canty when you've got Luongo? <laughs> <laughs> Wallace dips inside and hits. Stephen Fletcher back towards Adam Rich. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Goal from Adam Rich. You're listening to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode. Uh, three wins on the bounce, three clean sheets, closing in on the playoffs. To be honest, I don't know why we were panicking, to be fair. Uh, I'm James Mappin and with me this week, as they are every week, is Liam Russell and Giles Cook. Uh, Liam, Liam, mate, how was life with uh, Rona? Yeah, great, mate. <laughs> no, I'm all right. I feel, I feel fine, mate. I feel fine, so it's all good. I'm just... Uh... Glad I put that dartboard up after Christmas. Get some practicing. <laughs> I bet you have. I bet you have. Um, I mean, to be fair, I must have had it. Like, I can't see how I've uh, how I've gone. How many months is it now? It's like two, is it like two years since nearly. It? Yeah. Well, out same as you weren't I until yeah this week. Yeah, fell. managed to dodge it. I know. Must have been them celebratory shandies after uh, <laughs> last Saturday. Probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, Giles, mate, um, another podcast double Wednesday win and Grimsby win. It's getting a bit of a um, a recurring theme this now, isn't it, mate? Yeah, no, it was good. It was um, it was a tough first half for us, but yeah, we managed to come from to behind, didn't you? Yeah, exactly. We missed the penalty as well. All right, um, and the boys did really well. Did really well. Came back and we yeah. I think we would, we deserved the victory. So yeah, well done to us. Good stuff. Um, anyway, some some of you that's listening probably seen it on Twitter, but uh, if you do follow me, but um, seeing what I've bought today, I told my wife it was for my son. Just the uh, he's, he's he's one by the way. <laughs> Pre- Premier League Panini sticker book property. You know, last last week we were talking about teletext taking you back to your youth. Like Panini sticker book is is properly. I can remember like. I think he had like ninety five, like ninety five, ninety six, like. Oh mate, I used to have him. I used to have him every year, and then, 
You know what the last one? Oh yeah. Not well, I say not that long ago. It might have been about ten years ago. I can't really remember. There were it was one at Euros or World Cup and yeah. a few were, quite a few was at the cricket club I did. So obviously we're doing swaps. So when we're trading on a Thursday, who's got what swaps have you got? What swaps do you got? I'd always get the Euros in the World Cup one. I'd always get it. Yeah, class. So if anyone's listening, if anyone wants a um, Norwich team picture or um, Alvaro Fernandez from Brentford, I have the swaps that I've got already. So uh, <laughs> I'll just... tell you what as well. Remember when you were a kid? Did you have a Did you ever have a TV in your bedroom? I didn't, to be fair. I never had a TV. I, I knew it for years, but then when I got a little bit older, I had the, you know, the ones, the compact ones, and they had the, the little video player up front. Oh, yeah. But any any like swaps I got, they were just cakes outside of me. Tell <laughs> Quality. Quality. Hey, I got some shinies as well. I got right excited oh, yeah. when you get a few shinies in your little sticker pack. But uh... What about them as well? Do you remember them power pods, them bobblehead things? I, I didn't have a, what were them other ones them like little figures that you could yeah that's be, what I mean the little oh, right, big yeah. heads didn't they it's yeah. hard. Hey, they're expensive yeah. them you know do you, you get one with a gold base I'll share I'll share a gold base <laughs> yeah this they're is, going for a lot of money mate oh, it's a like anything else isn't it there's a Wednesday one I can't remember who it, who it is now but apparently one of the Wednesday ones is mega rare like goes for like 150 quid for these uh yeah, for those, I, I can't remember which one it is now. I'm sure people listening are like shouting and going, it's this one, it's... Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember what it is, but anyway, so whoever it is. Um, obviously, we've got um, two games to talk about. We'll briefly touch on the Morecambe game midweek and then talk about the win at Burton Albion that this, this, just this weekend. Um, obviously, we can talk about if we need to bring any additions in outside the window, talk about the injuries, uh, Gregory's absence, uh, you know, where and where we think we're going to finish as well with, I think 17 games of the season left to play. Uh, before we talk about the, the, those two games, there's a few things I want to discuss. First of all, like football can be so cruel sometimes. I mean, just looking at the uh, FA Cup results, Kidderminster, uh, West Ham conceding in the last minute and then they go into extra time and then conceding what is like the last minute of extra time as well. So, so close. Uh, another one, Plymouth. Plymouth... Um, what two one down? I mean, I think they were winning that game as well against Chelsea. Take it goes to extra. Yeah, both were in both Kidderminster and um, Plymouth. Plymouth went one 0 up really early. Yeah, I'm sure it was in the first five minutes. So like that, yeah. But they were two then, one down in extra time, and then missed a penalty themselves to take it to, uh, you know, to to penalties. Like, cruel, cruel. Mate, West Ham were rubbish as well until they brought like Rouse on. Absolutely rubbish. Yeah. But obviously, the magic of the, of the cup is still there. Boreham Wood beating Bournemouth uh, earlier on today. You know who plays for him, Giles? Boreham Wood? Ex Wednesday player? Who's that? Nile Ranger? Nile Ranger, yes. There he is. <laughs> I've looked. I mean, he's played like two minutes in about seven or eight games, so he's clearly not uh, not changed much. But yeah, Nile, Nile Ranger, proper blast from the past. Remember when he scored that goal against. Wickham last game of the season. Mm. That were uh, I think. What what did it say in his shirt when he lifted his shirt up? I'm a changed man. That, that's it. Yeah. I'll tell you what. A little inside story. Yeah. Go on, man. <laughs> I, I ended up going out shock after that game. Oh yeah. Uh, in Viper Rooms where I used to work. But obviously I was out, and they were all in there, all the team. And I went up to him and went. Bear in mind, obviously, I've had quite a few. Uh, Alcoholic beverages at this point, and I says, "Thanks for scoring today, mate. I still think Ryan Lowe should have started instead." Of you. 
<laughs> what did he say to that? He didn't look very happy. I'm surprised I didn't get punched, to be honest. <laughs> Quality. Quality. Uh, another, another observation that I've had as well, look, just looking at National League, obviously got a bit of a vested interest in that now, Giles. Normally don't look at those those leagues a bit lower lower down, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stockport. By the way, like I thought, Ooh, they're, fire, doing, aren't they? they're doing well. Like you know, yeah. these, the old... ever since the new manager come in, it's giving them a bit of a rocket. Yeah, ten ten consecutive wins in all comps. They're flying. Last six games, seventeen goals, non conceded. I mean, I'm not being funny, but that's like yeah, no, they're, they're a good side. Good side. Yeah, ex- I mean, um, what, there's a few others in you know Chesterfield are doing quite well, aren't they? They're uh, yeah. they're up, up near the top. Wrexham are doing all right. They've lost, I think. They lost on the weekend. Tough division, isn't it, really, to be fair? National League. It's not what people... You know, people, people Obviously, you know, people still coin it the, the conference or whatever, but it's not like what it used to be, is it, to be fair? No, no, no. It's, it's a tough league. It's honestly really, really tough, especially with only one going up. Yeah. Automatically. Um, yeah. They need to change that, really, don't they? We definitely need to change it. Yeah. I just don't understand why. I don't know why they don't just have it like... Like you know, three up, three down. Like it's out of the out of the champ and what have you. I know in like League One, it's four down in it and four up from League One, and then two down out of League Two. Weird. Uh, it's just I don't I've, I've no idea why it is that. Like I said, I, I don't think as well. It's I know you because um, it's not like you. There are obviously professional. You know, Grimsby are a professional club, aren't they? Even though they're playing in in non league, yeah, big, not, big club, know, big club Grimsby. We took I think we took two and a half thousand to Notts County. Did you? It's unbelievable. And I think they wanted more more allocated, but they couldn't get any. I think I'm hearing that we would have taken over 3,000. It really? was unbelievable, to be honest. It's crazy when you think about it, isn't it? You know, you know, we always say about Wednesday, not, you know, shouldn't be in uh, in League One and all the other clubs like Sunderland, etc. which I think Sunderland had a, what did they have, 37, 38,000 fans, something ridiculous against Doncaster. <laughs> Didn't help them, like, still lost. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, let's get into uh, into the matches. Actually, no. Before I do that, I just want to call out the idiotic scenes that we've seen at um, at some of the games like this week. I mean, first of all, at the Burton game, you know, I mean, if you're gonna think, if you're gonna throw something at the lino, I mean, if you seem to have a look at yourself because for me, it's just idiotic, just absolutely stupid why why someone would feel the need to throw something at the line why you want to throw something on the pitch in, in the first place but to throw it at the lino it, it's just absolutely I, I don't know it just well it was like it was thrown on you know, it was it was thrown nearer weren't it and I mean from what I can hear well from what I've read yeah from various people tweeting and Facebook and what have you um, you know, I've seen someone who said they took the six-year-old daughter along with him to Burton and some of the abuse, let's say, that was thrown towards the female official. I mean, it's just, I mean, you know, you don't, you don't get to work to, <laughs> to have abuse held at you, do you? All objects thrown at you. No, and then there were the one at, um, at Rotherham. Which apparently is the third time that's happened in what well, in consecutive like three weeks in a row, I think. Yeah, when everyone's probably already seen it. If you haven't, just go, just go on social media, you'll find it. Where the Rotherham fan runs on, boots the ball away when before the Accrington guy's going to take the penalty. Then he runs into him as well, which you know. Well, he swung an arm, didn't he? It was yeah. at his midriff, but it's still. Have it's you... just and well, and then and then 
Forest. Yeah. Actual physical punches thrown. And I mean, there's that. And then Morecambe yesterday, uh, uh, they were playing Bolton um, and the ref brought them off for 10 minutes because the more, I think it was Morecambe fans towards the Bolton bench where racially abusing the staff and players on the bench and the ref Crazy. brought them off for 10 minutes. And then there's Mace in, there was this, and there was some Akin Fenwell last week. Yeah. Someone hurling abuse at him. And then there was homophobic chants somewhere the week before. It's just, I don't know what's going on. Giles, you, you, you don't walk on that pitch thinking like, wait a minute, someone could run on and give me a, and just punch me or whatever, do you? Like, you don't want to be thinking ridiculous. that. Definitely you? not. But now, now looking at it, maybe players should be more aware because it seems like there's no, the stewards don't really do anything, do they? There's yeah. no security. So listen, it can happen. Like, as we're seeing, <clears throat> players, ju- uh, sorry, fans just running on the pitch, and the one at Forest was ridiculous. I saw the he ran on when they're celebrating the Leicester the the Leicester supporter, and he's just swinging at oh, no. about I think there's about eight or nine players celebrating. <laughs> yeah. Then they, they the stewards catch him, the players catch him, and he's still swinging. I know. And, and, and the thing is, to hit him, what would happen then to the yeah, player? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. They, they, to be honest with you, if it was me. I think I'm going to swing. And then I'll probably, right. I'll probably get done by the FA. But, that's but yeah, mate, I, if not further, it's like, it's natural reaction though, isn't it? Your natural reaction is to retaliate, well, yeah, isn't it? Would you, would you allow someone in the street to just punch you? Well, well that's the thing, yeah. isn't it? I mean, what's the, I mean, this isn't just aimed at our fans. It's what's going off in general in football at the moment. I mean, it seems to be every week fans somewhere are getting, you know, what, what, what what is it is and it, you see like people's excuses like oh it's it's football people get carried away what so just because we're watching football it means the rules for the rest of the world go out the window you can be a, an idiot and stuff that you won't get away with anywhere else in society you can go and do in a football ground and then that's fine yeah it does seem like it's not happened for a long time and then all of a sudden it's just happening well like, obviously there's real life incidents this week just this weekend even do you know what I mean. Yeah, it's just I don't know. I don't know what's going on at the moment. They've got to stamp it out. They've got to put in security. Well, I mean, if the and if these, for example, this is extreme, but for example, say, oh, obviously they'll hand out bans, and that bloke with Forest will probably get arrested and lose his job and all sorts. But that's his own stupid fault. But like, if there were repercussions on the club, fans would soon. Yeah, there's some point in that. People out, wouldn't they? Well, yeah. I'm not saying I don't know, but it's just. uh, it's happening for like more think, and more, and that's the only problem, isn't it? You, you, no one, no one goes to work to get abused or punched or whatever. Well, we spoke about it when Rob Staten ran, weren't he, a few a few weeks back, and we were saying like, you know, I've got you know a four year old and a one year old. You know, obviously, I'm not going to really take them take them now, or definitely not going to take them to a away game. But you know, when they get a bit older, you take them take them to an away game. You think actually, what's point? Like, what? Why? You know, there'd be no. You know, I won't. I won't enjoy it anymore. I won't enjoy the match. You know, I feel like I can. I can hold hold my own and what have you. But trying to uh, trying to look after your six, seven, eight year old son or daughter or whatever, it's just it's just not worth it, is it? At the end of the day. Anyway, I know enough of that little rant, but it just pisses me off when I see things like that. It just it just ruins the game. Like you got to watch the football, don't you? End end of the day, but. Uh, Anyway, right, let's talk about midweek. I know we spoke about it on the debate show, but we might as well just quickly recap it um, today. 2-0 win against Morecambe. Like I said, attack versus defence, it seemed. it were um, For me, one of those really frustrating games that, um, that we just couldn't, couldn't break them down. And the, the more the game went on, I thought, 
Morecambe are going to nick it here, even though they've looked terrible all game. I just thought they were going to run down the other end and um, you know get a, a, a strange spozzy goal, like they nearly did as well. <laughs> to be to be fair, but I mean, Liam, we, we'd have lost that game, wouldn't we? Going back, yeah, or drawn year. it. I mean, to be fair, midweek, I didn't, I just didn't see them scoring. I'm not going to lie, but I could have seen it being nil nil. We definitely have lost or drawn that game previously. Same, but to be fair, both games, to be honest, but. It was, you know, looking back on it now, brilliant three points. Shame about the injuries, but I don't think I'm as, you know, initially after the game, I was like, oh, God, like we said, I thought it overshadowed the win a little bit. But I think now now a few more days has passed, you've got to just look at the three points, haven't you? Yeah, you've got to got over it a little bit. I'm probably the same, to be honest. Giles, what... You know, when you, when you get them games where it is literally defence against attack and you're the attacking side, it... It's a lot harder than what it looks, and it when you're watching the game, you're thinking, "Well, they're just defending. Like, surely we can we can get a goal." But it's not as easy as that, is it? No, it's difficult when you when you've got the whole eleven behind the ball. You know, sometimes it can be really hard to to break down. Um, but listen, I didn't think it was a bad performance. I think we dominated the game. Um, some good individual performances. Um, some players were a little bit off it as well, as we we spoke about on the debate show. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, listen, the main thing we've always said is the three points and we managed to get that. Yeah. I mean, obviously the injuries, we're going to come on to it later on, but I said, they, or Dean, Harley Dean, that's just like the most, when it happened as well, when he, yeah, yes, I saw him pull up and he tried to carry on in it for a couple of minutes and I could tell, you could tell straight away that he weren't going to, uh, he weren't going to be able to carry on and, you could just Do we know feel, how long it is or what it is? Nothing's been said at all. I didn't expect anything to be said, to be fair. Still mm. uh, waiting on scans. Apparently scans are coming from the other side of the world, I think, <laughs> by, <laughs> by slow boat. But um, yeah, it, it, they were just a big sigh, weren't they, when when he went down and groans and what have you from all the fans. Because I think it was just the fact that we've, you know, a, a decent player's come in. He's had a fantastic first game. We've kept a clean sheet. And then he goes off after six minutes. Nice. Well, and the fact that he's not been injured for four seasons, and he's he said played it, forty he... games, thirty-nine, forty games, unbelievable, wasn't it? Four years in a row, and then. Well, we mentioned it. I think we mentioned it, didn't we, last last week? And oh, you mentioned it, Liam, and and the fact that he mentioned it in his own press conference as well, which you're thinking, it's just a Wednesday way, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, you don't never say that if you're uh, if you're coming to Hillsborough because you know, you, we know what's gonna gonna happen. I mean. I've watched that Bayer's goal probably more than I should have, to be honest, because it was a fantastic strike, weren't it? And I think um, people are forgetting how good of a shot it actually were. I mean, I heard someone saying it got a deflection, but I don't think it got a deflection. Oh, it did. Top bins. I, I, I was sat on the cop right behind it and it didn't look like it got a deflection. <laughs> you must have had a great view of it then, Liam. Oh, mate. It's, it's like one of the best goals. Like, not one of the best goals, but it was a really good goal. It's what it's, I think what makes it even better is the fact that you can hear all the everyone on the well in, in the ground really, shoo, you know, when it comes out to him, <laughs> yeah. and he just hits it and and yeah, I mean, you obviously um, we talk a lot about celebrations and we've got another one in the uh, in the Burton game which I'll mention later, but what did you think of Byers's celebration then, Liam? Did you did you I know you've um, it was very much like the the Windass one, weren't it? Which obviously pissed you off. Did, well, did this no, one piss you off. No, he's, he's but he's giving it the he's giving it the ears, hasn't he? He's yeah. like he's pretty much. I don't. To be fair, I've not seen him get a lot of stick from fans, so I don't know if it's the manager or 
you know, saying you've eventually given me a crack and this is what happens. Could be so, anything, couldn't it? Does you know stuff like that, Jazz? Is it premeditated? Like, because he doesn't score that many goals, does he, George Byers? Yeah, it? it could have been. He could have thought if he scored, he's going to, you know. It's like a lot of effort, isn't it, to think about what you're going to do. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I say, it's a lot of effort to think about what you're going to do when you score. If you, if you, like, if you, if you're a striker, then you, know, you kind of you know, odds on to score a goal, aren't you? Really? But when you're, he might have had an idea. He might have had an idea in his head before, or it might have just come to him. Do you know what I mean? It, emotional, uh, you know, when emotions are run high. Like we've said before, I, I wouldn't be thinking anything I mean, if I scored a goal. I'd be going. I'd, I'd have been doing exactly what you did, Giles, when he scored against Brighton. And <laughs> And just, run, just running like a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's hard to say, isn't it? Because I don't think we're ever going to score a goal, Wales. Right? I'm not gonna lie. Not really. No, I don't think. I don't think I will. You never know. Unless never we have know. a few more injuries, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, I think I did tell old people going down to Burton just take your boots just in case because you, you might have been able to get a, at least sneak on bench. But <laughs> but yeah, um, I mean, I think to be fair that that Morgan game, it it was just one that. We're just glad to get the three points. Like I said, we could have we could have easily lost that game or drawn that game in in weeks gone by. Like especially at the earlier part of the season where we couldn't buy a win. You know, um, I know they were, you know, Peacock Farrell made a few mistakes. Another one where, he, you know, yeah, it looks a, about it looks, it looks a bit shaky, didn't it? And then he kicked it against the backer there. Yeah, which could have gone in. I mean, that's, that's, his look, his look changing a little bit. I mean, we always talk about having bad luck and what have you, but his look on our on our side. Yeah, it seems to be because he was like there was a couple of times, you know, without being majorly critical, where he could have. There were instances where I thought he should have come out and commanded. You know, he should have come out and caught the ball a few more times. But then you come to Saturday, and again, he was he was better again. So, what what did you, did you think to Josh Windass? Giles. The only reason why I asked that, obviously, is he's got that like phenomenal goals per minute ratio, or he did um, before he before he started the, those two games. I think he scored in like off off the bench, and I think it's every forty something minutes, I think it was, got four goals this season. And then he's he started against uh, Ipswich and and against Morecambe. And for me, probably unpopular opinion, but I don't think he looked great to be honest. Am I, am I being harsh on him? Um, I don't think he was terrible, to be honest. Um, but yeah, he definitely didn't stand out like you know we we expect him to. Uh, same as as Bannon, you know, we 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 talked about that on the debate show. I think Bannon was very quiet, gave a few sloppy passes away, and I think we someone said it on the debate show it looked looked tired. Um, yeah. Well, I don't really think that can be the case with Windass because he's been injured. He's He's um, not played much. Things much are, we spoke to Adam from um, you know, the the Wigan um, guy from the Wigan podcast about the game on uh, on Tuesday, and he was saying about Josh Windass. Obviously, he played for Wigan, didn't he, earlier on in his career before he went to. Um, we, did we get him from Wigan? We got oh. him. Yeah, we got him from Wigan. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and he was saying how they said that he was very lazy and things like that. And to be fair, I. I can I can see those sort of traits in him, and and that he kind of thinks he's better than 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 a than Sheffield Wednesday and where he is. Do now. you know what? What do you know what I think it is? I think he he and listen, it, I might be completely wrong, but I think when he came, he had a little bit of something to prove, you know. So he was running around, and he was listen. And he, I still think he he does work hard sometimes, but maybe what it what what 
what it could be is, is he could get a bit complacent. You know, he's the yeah. main, people think he's the main man. He needs to play. You get a bit of arrogance. That arrogance then can kind of start showing on a pitch where you, instead of maybe sprinting to close someone down, you might think, you know what? Fuck it. Nah, I'm not going to do that. I'll just let him go. I'm not saying that is the case. I'm just saying that, that that could be the case, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not digging him out or anything. I think, he, you know, he's a fantastic player. I just think in the last, I think, I think because he scored the four goals in, you know, four substitute appearances or whatever it's been, but maybe I were expecting him to do exactly, you know, just start against Ipswich and score. F- well, well, that's the thing, isn't it? It's, it's the expectation, right? The but same, massive, same yeah. with Bannon, the same with Windass. They're, they're our best players, aren't they? Let's be honest. So it's, we expect a lot from them. Yeah. It's the thing of, and the thing is off the bench, again, you're on the bench, you've probably wanted to start. You've got something to prove coming off the bench. Yeah. You've got more energy. You've come on with fresh legs. There's, it's different starting a game, I think. I don't know, because <laughs> I've not played at that level, but is that right? Do you know what I mean, Giles? No, it can be, you, yeah. And if also, you, if, like you said, you're coming off the bench when the other team probably is tired, yeah, yeah. stretched, there's more space, um, which obviously suits a player like Windass to a certain extent when he can when he can hurt you. Do you know what I mean? But... Listen, he can still... We've seen it in the past. He, he He's more than capable of starting the game and, and being the best player. Oh, yeah. We've no, seen no. it on many, many uh, occasions. So, But he's not going to be starting for a while, is he? He's picked up that injury, hasn't he? So, uh, which is, a, exactly. again, a massive a massive blow. But that was just an, just an observation that I had. I mean, another one is, again, we keep, we've been talking about it every week, is just the missed chances that we had against against Morecambe. I don't think there were any... There weren't as much as many glaring chances against uh, against Morecambe than, than there was, you know, against um, you know like likes of Ipswich and Oxford, etc. But but still, we were not knocking on the door, and I, I always find that I see other teams and other teams seem to not have as many shots to, to you know to goals ratio than than what we're having. I mean, it's I mean it's a massive plus that the fact that at the start of the season we were. We were saying, well, I think it was after the... <laughs> we're not even creating any Well, chances. yeah, even after the Shrewsbury game, I think I was saying, like, I don't even look, we don't even look like scoring. So, it, you know, we can't be, we can't be complaining too much. Saw, it's a massive difference, isn't it? But I saw one, I can't remember. I saw the on Twitter that since Shrewsbury, obviously we've not let a goal in, have we? Oh, wait. Anyway, o- by the way, Ox- it was Oxford. We we conceded we oh, conceded against Oxford. Oh, was it from? I can't remember what point it was from, but it said we scored so many goals. I think there's seven different goal scorers. So it's like we're saying where the goals going to come from, and everyone's chipping in, aren't they? Yeah, we've got what, so, Nathaniel Mendes, Lang, Silasso, Barry Bannon, uh, Byers, George Byers with two. Yeah, uh, who else has had? Who else has Johnson? Johnson, yeah. But yeah, the goal, goals are coming from. I mean, we've, that's been one of my criticisms for quite quite a while is is that you know we don't well we don't score enough goals anyway for, for starters but but we need to get goals from from your midfield and I felt like that's been lacking somewhat and the fact that we you know we haven't had a twenty goal uh, twenty goal a season striker either so mm. I mean you can't ask for it all can we <laughs> to be fair <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but there would be um would be nice. Right let's move on to Burton. Um another two nil win another clean sheet like uh, like I said First of all, I got a bit of stick, or well, we got a bit of stick, should I say, for the pitch from some Ipswich fans. Now I'm not being funny. That makes our pitch, no, the the, the Burton pitch makes our pitch look like a bowling green because 
it was like playing. I didn't realise that Burton were actually on Skeg. You know, they played on Skegness's beach because <laughs> there was that much sand on it. Jesus Christ! It were absolutely horrendous. Um, I think Wednesday put a picture on of the of the of the pitch before, and I thought, "Fuck it!" Like it's like, you know. There's more hair on my head than there is grass on that pitch, and that's saying something because there's much hair on my head. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I mean, have you played on pitches that have been bad, Giles? Yeah, real bad. Yeah, real bad. I think when I first was a pro, we played at uh, first pro was Mansfield. We played Bristol Rovers away, and it was just terrible. And I, I mean, thought that, but honestly, it was so bad. But then. I went to Motherwell and Motherwell's pitch was a disgrace. It shouldn't, you shouldn't have been able to play on it. It was sand. It was a sand pit. Honestly, go and have a look. Go and have a look. Doing long jumps. It was full of sand, mate. It was so hard to run in. It was so hard to play football on it. It was ridiculous. Like the worst pitch by far professionally I've ever played on. It must be difficult because, you know, as a footballer, you, you know, you're trying to like zip it around and what have you, passing it. And then all of a sudden, you must be just like, you're on trying to control the ball, aren't you? Do you know what I mean? More than you know, more than anything. You're thinking fuck. And the thing is, you're concentrating so much on the bounce. If it does bounce, if it doesn't, if it how's your touch when you dribble it, it's honestly, mate, it's ridiculous. Yeah, well, I mean, I think I think the pitch and the and the weather conditions played a massive part. Because I mean, I'm not being funny. I'm not gonna be going out and buying the DVD for for Burton away, put it that way, because it weren't exactly a spectacle, were it, Liam? No, but it was like you say, with the state of the pitch and the the wind. You know, again, where, wait, let me just think, where did I go away? Cambridge. Cambridge, yep. Windy, pissing it down. One all draw, played crap all game. So we did we did really well with the, I think, with the conditions. And to be fair, we played some decent football as well, to say I've had the paper cross. Yeah, they were. They were good. In bits. Yeah, I mean, let's, uh, let's just rewind a, a touch. Obviously, the... Um, Starting lineup as well, which you know, a lot of there was obviously going to be three changes because three three force changes. So there was no Fizz, there was no Windass, uh, and there was no Dean as well. Um, the other change was Canberra, who uh, who made way. So we had um, Patterson that came in, Palmer, Hunt, and the other one, which was I'm trying to think, who was the other one that that, that came on and started. Of course. You say Mass. Of course, Mass. Have I missed Massimo Luongo out? I can't believe you've missed it. Liam is raging I right could... now. <laughs> face. He I wants could... to kill you. I could have said I did that for effect just to get Liam to mention his name. But, uh, but I, to be fair, my head was ticking then. And I thought, how can you forget the main man? <laughs> the main man himself. I did not play the game before. And now, yeah, so, but uh, the, I think the big talking point was the fact that, obviously, we, I mentioned it on, on Twitter as well, you know, who we're going to have up front. Um, of the four that I put down for, for having up front, there was one that wasn't even mentioned, although some people did mention it in, um, in, in the in the comments and what have you. Nathaniel Mendes Lang started up uh, up front along with Patterson, which, like I said, were a bit of a strange one. Uh, I must I must admit, and one that I didn't think personally. I don't think it worked. What did you think, Liam? What Lang up front? Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, yeah. he, he's much more effective. I'm not saying yeah, he had was... a bad game. He's much more effective playing yeah, he, on the wing. It, it was, it was, I believe you said he had a good game. I, I, I thought. Honestly, it, I, seen I it. thought he had a good game. To be honest, and it could because he was dropping wide. He was dropping. He was dropping onto that left. Yeah, side which for me and... left. It, it just leaves. Yeah. 
when you're going wide and crossing it in, you're only leaving Patterson in the box or you know, maybe Hunt that's coming in from the other side. You know, he needs to be doing that with Canberra and Patterson in in the middle to get on the end of his crosses if he's going to go if he's going to go wide. Do you know what I mean, that's my personal opinion. I, I think uh, I got shot down saying, "Well, we've won the game two 0 and everything, so it must have been the right decision." Yeah, but... I think I think you know what. Thinking back on it, and I've not really, well, to be honest, I've not really thought about it until now. We were just talking about the starting eleven, and I think I think Canberra didn't play, or we played Patterson in. Because of his aerial, because let's be honest, Canberra's been on pitching. He don't fancy going up for an header. Not really now. And obviously, it was going to be swirling and probably their long ball. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I can see why Canberra didn't start. I thought at first it was a bit harsh, but it's funny, isn't it? Because we always laugh between our mates and say, Pep Roulette. Like if you've got Man City in, in players in your fantasy league team, there's yeah. no point because he might just rest. It's like, <laughs> I know we've not got as much rotation because we can't afford to have certain players not playing, but sometimes it's like, you know what, we're playing here again. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, it was a fair shout to have Nathaniel Mendes, Mendes lined up front. He's, he has been an attacking threat, and I think when he does run with the ball, he, ha- he can, you know, he can cause a lot of problems. But for me, he's he's playing well on that on that left-hand side. I can't, I can't see right-hand him, side, whichever side he's been playing on. But I can't see him playing up front again. No, I can't. He, he's tried it. He looked a bit lost, to be perfectly honest. Keep him, keep him out wide. Keep him getting them crosses in, because for me, he's been playing really well on that, you know, on the wing. It just didn't really pay off. Like I said, he was he dropping wide. I think passive were also dropping deep at times. It was almost like we were... But then we, who could he have played? Who would you have played instead? I'd have had Patterson and Canberra, to be fair. Um, you see, I'm not sure that would have worked. I don't know. They scored like, a few together, haven't they? Have they? Have they? Or am I making that up? Don't look at me. I think I am stat man. You're meant to be the stat man here. Come on. You can't just throw these. I've, I've said this all the time. I haven't written down. Like, they're not so off my head. Like, I write, have to write them down. I may have... That man's meant to have this off his head, just pop. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, I, I, I think, it, I mean, still, I mean. I, I, I wasn't too, it didn't It didn't alarm me. I thought it was all right. But I can't see him, I can't I, I can't see him playing up there again, to be honest. No. But no. I don't think it was a huge issue. I mean, the, the first goal, um, so, someone, I think when someone mentioned about the fact that we won 2-0, I said, yeah, but the first goal came from a, from a corner, or pretty much from a corner. Um, it was actually a well-worked corner, to be fair, weren't it? Mendes well, Lang passed it to they, Bannon. They were trying it a few times on Tuesday night because yeah. they kept playing it short, didn't they, between them two? Yeah. And obviously, Bannon uh, obviously played it to Bannon short. The defender was drawn to Bannon because he thought he was going to cross it. Yeah, and he laid it into... And I don't know whether on Tuesday night the defender didn't get drawn or whatever or they had two men up with him or... I don't know. The most infuriating but thing in, is when they have a short corner... And they pass it back to the corner taker, and the defense has just moved up, and they play him offside. That is, that is probably one of the most infuriating things. Well, their lad who was on Bannon who dropped drawn to Bannon, he got his arm up. But they're a lad on post, weren't they? Yeah, so. they were. Yeah, that, uh, that played him. But no, it was good. It was good. I like that. Something a bit different. And let's be honest, we've not had the best success from putting balls into the box recently. So. No, yeah, so try I'm something different. For, play, you know, try play something it, different, yeah. yeah. play it along the floor. I think, you know, the ball broke to him. I, I've always said this. Once you get ball in that six-yard box, anything can happen, can't it, Giles? You know what I mean, when you get it in there, it ball pings around, you know, all it's got to do is land, you know, come to him. It's come to Byers, bang, smashed it in yeah, from... Right from, place, right time. And listen, once the ball's in that six-yard box, anything can happen. 
To be fair, a good finish as well. I know he's close, but you know he's he's hit it hard. He's hit, hit it into the corner. I don't know how much you knew about it, but it's um, you know two in two. He's prolific, isn't he? Byers. He's coming. I, I said, didn't I? You know, this is his chance to to prove a point. And I mean, I'm, I'm very happy for him. Very happy for him because I know Liam said that. <clears throat> sorry, I know Liam said that he he hasn't really heard the fans really, you know, getting giving him stick or getting on him. But you know, I've heard a few fans that have said that you know they haven't really seen much of him and what they have seen, they're not that confident, you know, about it being a good signing. And 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 I'm in my head, I'm thinking, well, he hasn't really played that much. No, I just thought injuries. I just thought um, I've not seen enough of him at all. Enough of him, so, yeah. And I'm with you. I'm with you. But I spoke to a few fans that weren't weren't really sure about him. And I'm thinking, well, listen, just, you know, you've got to give him a chance, right? He's had a few injuries. He hasn't really had a, a run, a run of games up until up until now, really. And fair play to him. You know, I think he played very well against Morecambe. Yeah. You know, could be a contender for man to match for me. Um, and then I, listen, I haven't seen the game at Burton, but talking to fans. They said Byers played played well again. Well, look, he's not put a foot wrong. We've won the game 2-0. He's got a goal. I mean, he comes off as an happy man, doesn't he, really? And we've seen in the Morecambe game, in terms of his goal, what he's got in the locker. Do you know what I mean? He, he can hit one from 20, 25 yards. So he's, he's a threat from from that point of view as well, which is which is always good to have, isn't it? When, you, when that game, like the Morecambe game, it's tough. We can't break them down. Sometimes it takes a bit of a wonder goal to... You know, to break the deadlock, and and that's what that's what we've got, and it's good to have someone like that. I dare say, a bit like Adam Reach, they could create something from nothing. You know, I dare say it could have been a fluke, but I don't think it is. I think he, has, I think he has got that to, that sort of skill level to be able to hit a, hit a shot from from that far out, and not like I say, not be a uh, a one off kind of thing. So let's uh, let's see what he uh, let's see what he does. I mean, one thing that was uh, that I want to pick out. Obviously, at this point, it was one nil. The save from Bailey Peacock Farrell, by the way, I think it was totally Not on his legs. Yeah, it was totally against yeah. the run of play. I think we were, you know, we looked in control of the game. We looked comfortable, and then all of a sudden, I think it was a long kick from the goalkeeper, which I think both Story or I think it were either Palmer and Hutchinson went for the same ball. Mm-hmm. And he, went, he went through. Yeah, he went through, and I'm I, honestly when I watch it, thinking it's one-one. Like, I mean, he's just going to slot it in and it's just going to be like... You know, that was a good save, games. wasn't it? Spread himself well and, yeah, it was it was definitely a but good save. Them saves are almost like a goal in itself, aren't they? Mm. You know, oh, no, know. definitely. Listen, you speak to any players and they'll say good keepers can, you know, give you 10 points. Easy. Well, You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, he's got his doubters, hasn't he? He's got his he's got his critics as well from earlier in the season. I know we you know mentioned that he didn't have a great game against Morecambe, made a few little mistakes, but you know you've got to give him credit where credit. Oh, mate, due. in that first in that first like ten minutes, I don't know how long it was, can't remember. But they they kept getting they were chucking long throw-ins in, weren't they? Obviously yeah. with the wind, uh, they had a few corners, no issues. Yeah, like, yeah. long throw-ins can be. Deadly, can't they? Really? Yeah, but we did well, really I, well. I personally think long throw-ins are actually they're better than having a corner. I'll be honest yeah, with you. you can be more accurate, area. can't you? With more accurate. Got... They come and they come in like, and it, is, it can be so difficult to um, to defend. I don't know why we don't use Patterson's long throw. I think we mentioned it a few times. I, just don't, yeah, I really I don't, don't know why we don't. Like, he, I know he's a threat in the air, so I suppose 
he's then throwing it to you know he wants to be on the yeah, end. Yeah, we've not really it, we've but... not really got anyone else at the moment, have we? Can... Not really, and I, and I suppose he never plays with Gregory, does he? Really, he's the, probably the only other person that can. He's either him or Gregory in it. Like, kind of, but I, I don't know. I don't know why we don't utilize that more often, especially when he's on the when he's on the pitch. Um, one other thing as well, I thought uh, Jordan's story, obviously one of the new signings, he's a threat. You know, obviously, always a threat in their box, but also, you know, his, his tall uh, stature helps him in our box as well. I think that's something that, obviously, with Dunkley missing, Dunkley was that man mountain, weren't he? And I think he had a few chances in his story, especially in in their box, Liam, and uh, he was unlucky to, to not get a goal, weren't he? To be fair, yeah, there was um, their keeper made a good save, didn't he? Well, the one that was—I mean, oh. that, to be fair, that weren't with his head, were it? That were his feet. That was but... with his feet, yeah, yeah. But it should have been it, it literally half a foot either side, and it's going in, isn't it? Yeah, it pinballed around, and he how, how he saved it. I don't think. But now I think I think it. he just he just balances it up a bit at the back, doesn't it? I think. Yeah, and he's 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 like when he's since he's come in, well, we haven't we haven't conceded a goal, has he? In the have we in the in the. Um, in the three games that he's that he's played, so he's going to feel on cloud nine. You know, he's going to feel that he's been the difference kind of thing, and and I think he's just he's just steadied the ship, hasn't he? Really, I mean, obviously Dean's played his part in in the first game that he played in um, against uh, against Ipswich, but he's he's just they've come in. Well, he's story's now carried that on. He's done a job, and I think you know with him and and Hutch, it looks like a decent. A decent partnership, doesn't it, Giles? Yeah, definitely. I think he's come in, fitting very nicely. Is it? T- um, I mean, you've, got, you've been on a few loans, Giles. Is it tough coming in on on loan? Because I mean, it's all eyes on you, isn't it? Really? No, it can be tough. It, it definitely can. But the way I looked at it is, you you you're going on loan to prove uh, to to prove a point yeah, that yeah. you're good enough um, to play in the team that you you're coming on loan from. Um, and that should really give you that little determination and kick to really, you know, play well. Um, I'll be honest with you. It did, it did for me. Um, and it looks like that a little bit for, for story, really. The way he's, he started his, you know, his loan off. He's, yeah, I think he's fitting really, really well. I think, do you think like, because he's not really had time to even think about it because he's come in knowing the situation is you're going to play if you're fit because... We're struggling at the back. We need you, don't and you? And you think it's kind of, I don't know, I just thought he's kind of been thrown straight in and not really had time to even think about anything other than playing, has he, really? Yeah, yeah. Especially in the the fixtures that we've had close proximity, haven't we, Sam? Definitely. Like you said, I think that the test will be um, the next the next few games coming up. Well, they're big, big, big games, Wigan and Rotherham. And this is the thing, you know, no offence to the, to the team's that we played against recently, but who was it? Burton. Yeah. Uh, Morecambe. Who was the one before that? Ipswich. Ipswich was, uh, to be fair, Ipswich was a big one um, as well. But I think the next two, let's see how story deals, you know, deals with these two supposedly meant to be, you know, title challenging. Well, they're, they're, like team, the, right? they're like the jug- juggernauts of the league. Well, to be fair. Definitely. Yeah. Before the season, you're saying Wigan and, uh, Rotherham are going to be uh, right at the top of the league, so they're definitely it's definitely tough games. Definitely, like thing in it, definitely <clears> say <throat> Rotherham have been either relegated or promoted for five seasons in a row. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, <laughs> Rotherham are a very good team. They very are. Good team. They are the the very organised, very drilled. 
uh, might not play the prettiest football, but again, listen, that's not everything in football. At the it, end of the day, it's results, and they they know how to grind results out. Um, well, they know this league, don't they? They know this league like the back of the hand. And that's exactly that. They know the league, and they've got players that know the league and know what it takes to get out. So that's why they're for sure going to be be challenging. Yeah, I mean, as, as always as well, uh, on Twitter, I always ask your listeners for the three-word match reviews. I'm just going to read uh, a few of those out. Uh, Ashley, another three points. Um, Sarah, I, I've started dreaming. So uh, maybe getting get a little bit carried away. Uh, ben on the same uh, on the same vein, on our way. Um, Adam Dale, great away win. That's a, a good one. Luke Samuels, we beat Burton. Obviously, the fact that we've played him before uh, Saturday, that was a, that you know we played him four times and not won. So uh, we've got that monkey off our off our back. Um, Mark Lewis, uh, DM football genius. Um, what else? What else we got here? Owen, Marvin, and Luongo equals insane. Bit more than three words that, but we'll let you off, uh, Owen. <laughs> um, what else we got? Gareth Owen, just about what on the point that we've just been making there. Solid at the back. Um, Lee Smith, he's also getting carried away. He's just booked Wembley. <laughs> so good to see. It's good to see positivity as well. Like when Wembley. Just booked Wembley, but uh, Chris Wilde, Marvin is God. We'll, uh, we'll talk about Marvin a little bit later on. And Gareth Niblett, bit, bit on the form, uh, on the, uh, what you've just said there, he's put fantastic. <laughs> That's his three words. So, uh, so yeah, you know, some, it's good to be talking about Wednesday in a you know positive way. Like there's been so many times this season where we've just been disappointed and and not been talking about wins and talking about draws and defeats, etc. And it's just it's just good to have that that positivity um, around the club, isn't it? Really, Liam. Yeah, and I think I just think it was a very professional performance. We got the result we needed, and the lads like obviously we're going to come on to talk about a couple more of the players, but I just think generally. They look happy. They look like they're having a laugh. That second goal, I think you're going to touch on it later. But we'll talk about it now if you want. Yeah. Obviously, obviously, Bannon's hit it. Sal's got his foot on the end of it, and peel, Bannon's going that way. Sal's peeled off, and then from what I can tell, Patterson's obviously gone up to them and then peeled off, saying, "No, oh, I've scored it," and he obviously didn't. He was take... taking Mickey Winnie out of Sal. Yeah, he would proper take it piss out of him, like proper shit house, you know. At first, I thought Bannon scored it. I didn't, yeah, I, yeah, I did as well. At I, first, I thought yeah. it was a good goal, but you see there, and and so just gets his phone in. Good job he does because it is going wide. I think if you don't get a touch on it, and and in it goes, and you know he's he's another one that's probably saying to Darren Moore, look, you know, I've scored. He scored two in four games or whatever. He, you know, he's he's it in the back of the net, and he's probably thinking I need to be starting a lot more than what I than what I am at the moment. But yeah, that uh, it. it it does look like they they are having a laugh. Yeah, and I think and then just the and after the game, like the videos that you've seen after the game, going up to the fans, they're all smiling. You know what I mean? I think we're getting there. And I mean, that, I that's just, that's just because of wins, isn't it, Giles? Like wins, hundred percent confidence. I mean, you've gone you, you, you've gone through a tough a tough time recently, you know, with a f- you know a few consecutive defeats and what have you. And then recently, you've had, you know, I think, is it two wins on the bounce you've had? Jack? Yeah, yeah, two, and, I, and that's what it is. I'm it's, guessing it, the coach coming back from from Notts County or whatever. I bet, I bet you're in like in good spirits, are you? Exactly, and that's all from winning, right? And that hopefully will bring confidence to us. 
to go on another run. Um, and I'm, I think this will be the same uh, with Wednesday, right? They've, they've won how many games now? Is it three? Three, three on three? the bounce, yeah. Three, they should be confident. The morale is going to be high. Well, we haven't conceded either. So, you know, when we're going to Wigan on Tuesday, they're going to be looking, thinking, fucking hell, these have won the last three games. They've not conceded a goal. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? Like, they, and, and, and I'll tell you something, the players will know that. The players will be talking about that as well. I'm telling you now. Um, yeah, it's all right what you're saying, saying, in front, saying in front of the media and you said to the papers, oh, oh yeah, we, you know, we trusted yourself. And it's like, and you've, people are only human at the end of the day, aren't you? You're going to look and go, oh, these look tough. No, no, definitely. They'll they'll know that they're they're going to be in for a game, right? Um, and if you're going on what we've done last three games, if you're Wigan, you're thinking it's going to be quite hard to to get a goal. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, before we just talk about like individual performances, like over the over the two games, and kind of a bit on the you know how they've done this season as well to be fair uh, i just want to read some of the reviews that we've uh, that we've had as well uh we've just recently gone over 100 reviews on apple Podcasts, 104 we've got now so uh thanks everyone that has left a review if you haven't what you're waiting for just uh five stars please if you if you can uh, i'll just read some of them out because they are they are quite uh are quite good one from kev consistently incomparable is the best podcast for all things sheffield wednesday it has become a must listen of mine throughout the week on commutes walks and gym sessions appreciate all the work and dedication that the lads put into it that's from kev uh, ryan james has just put top podcast top blokes really enjoy listening keep it up mapping top man there is Liam and Giles on this podcast as well. It's not just me, Ryan. So uh, <laughs> that extends out to you too as well. Uh, Rocky Owl, we are blessed with a lot of very good Sheffield Wednesday podcasts, but I, I would say, in my opinion, this is currently the best. Can tell a lot of effort goes into the pod and it's very much appreciated. It must be talking to my missus because uh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's all they end up doing. Keep up the good work, lads, and hopefully Giles will see Luongo has decent legs by the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Rocky. That was Owl. actually from Liam. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Liam. Uh, no, Rocky Owl. That one. So cheers for that, Rocky Owl. Uh, there's been loads more, but I'll just read. Uh, I'll read one more out. Uh, Belfast Owl, brilliant podcast. I love listening to it every week. Lots of laughs, football, and just general great football chat about our beloved owls. So yeah, thanks for all the uh, all the reviews. Like I said, it's even it's another three or four that we've had in the in the past week. So uh, if you can leave us a review, we do really appreciate it. Obviously, it helps getting the uh, podcast out to everyone else and and what have you, which is uh, which is really good. Um, just let's talk about some of the players then. Um, one, if if you have an award for like the most improved, I know you do it like age group level and stuff like when I were a kid, but for me, Marvin Johnson would would take that take that award. Tim Wilmerst on Twitter's put, you know, um obviously we ask what you what you want to talk about. He's put the rise and rise of Marvin Johnson who stepped in out of position, done a job, kept his head down, made mistakes, but it's not his natural position, and then flourished when moved into his favoured position and putting a good uh, case in for player of the month. I've got to agree with him, to be honest. I think he's played really well. Um, the last two games where he's actually played on the on the left. You, know, you, you used to not like him, didn't you, if I'm I not hate, mistaken? I, I hated him. I thought he was shite. I thought he was absolutely <laughs> Let, awful. Let's be right as well. That was him starting in his favourite position as well. He was, yeah. Yeah, because when he first came, he was, exactly. And then, giving him stick. See what, yeah, see what yeah. two free games can do to fans? Mate, but, do you not agree, though? At, I don't think he was bad at. I don't think he was bad at centre half. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. No, he did a job. 
did a job, didn't he? He didn't disgrace himself, did he? He didn't really make... Other than the Oxford game, which I think, to be fair, we got found out a little bit. Having played that same, you know, same system for five or six games in a row with the same personnel, you're going to get found out. They're going to, you know, other teams are going to see traits that you things. That yeah, you're doing yeah. And, and Boxford are no mugs, are they? Let's be honest. And, yeah, a decent side. And when it's worked for you for the last couple of games or whatever, and when you've not got much choice, who yeah. are you going to play there? I mean, come on, Liam. <laughs> it weren't just me bashing Marvin Johnson at the start of the shit. No, season, no. I agree. I agree. He was poor, and then suddenly, well, I think he got dropped. Didn't he? It was between him and Shadipo, and then, and then he got stuck at this, you know, left centre half, had some good games, and now he's gone back to his favourite position and he's brilliant. I mean... And I'm sure he's probably going to have a few more bad games and... Yeah, mate. But old James is going to say, ah, he's <laughs> fucking... <you> so. <laughs> the thing is, I set my off to him. Like, fair play to him, but his good form came from being at left centre half. Mm. So if, if we hadn't had those issues and he'd gone to left centre half, would he have come good at left mid? He wasn't doing... I mean, I think it but, comes back down to... I mean, I mentioned this word too many times already, but it's that confidence again, isn't it, Giles? Like, yeah, he's got confidence from playing out of position and doing probably all right, you know? And then now, he's obviously getting more game time. Yeah, listen, I think he he's due a lot of respect, you know, because it must have been tough. Like Liam said, he was getting stick when he first, when he first came to the club. His first few games, he was, you know, it looked like he was way off it. Yeah, yeah, um, so that doesn't help coming to a new club, not hitting the ground running. And like Liam said, he looks like he's rolled, rolled his sleeves up. He's thought, fuck it. I'm just going to get on with it. And it looks like he's, he's done exactly that. Uh, and look at the performances he's putting in now. So yeah, a lot of credit, a credit goes out to, to Marvin Johnson. Well, yeah, the last two games, I mean, it's toss up between, I mean, I think he played really well, but I think this, like this game, well, both games, to be honest, best games he's had for us. Well, he did well against Ipswich. Obviously, got that goal. He got a yeah. go- the goal they scored against Morecambe were a fantastic finish, and it were uh, given offside. I think it was offside, but again, it's, you know, you can't take it away from him. The finish was, you know, good finish. The keeper had not stopped, but you know, the keeper were he didn't the keeper didn't think it were offside kind of thing. So you've got to, you've got to that's something else that he's probably I don't want to say added to his game because he's probably already always had it, but it's something that we've not seen, and you know, we've already mentioned about. You know, different goal scorers that and, we've had, and he's chipped in with uh, with obviously one. I'm just well. thinking about it at the start as well. We were playing four, whatever it was, four at the back, four, two, three, one. Yeah. Whereas now, we're obviously not. If he does, and not that he has, because he played really well. But if he does make a mistake on the left and gives the ball away, we've got a bit more cover. Do you think that perhaps playing in, you know as a as a wing back rather than as a, a winger has helped him in terms of the fact that because he has played you know, left centre half, he's added that kind of the defensive qualities to his game. So maybe playing playing wing back is is more inclined to, to come back in it and help out and what have you. I don't know. Maybe I'm just Yeah, I don't know. I just No, I agree. So. I I definitely think it's helped. I but think... I I do think he has played wing back before in his career. I might be mistaken. Yeah, but he, I might think play, he might have sure played he it before, but the fact that he's had to be playing centre half yeah, it's, it's just it's just purely defensive. Isn't it? You could play wing back like Corbiano and just not. Well, I'm not saying he wasn't asked about defending, but you're more for the going forward than the than the coming back. Whereas now, because he has played centre half and probably been doing a lot of work defensively in training, 
he's probably he's probably more aware and and, and what yeah have you. potentially know, maybe i don't know it's just something that i've just that's just come to me just uh or he just could just be you know quite a good clever footballer and understand how to play wing back how many like and how many games did he play? I don't know what what position was he in when he came to us. Was he playing a lot of football before he came, or was he out of the team? I don't think he was playing much at Middlesbrough. There you go. It's it for me. Like and I've seen a lot on well, like a lot, but quite a few people going, "Oh, look what happens when you play people in the right positions." We win football yeah. games, and it's like, well, we've not had any choice, so pipe down for a start. But <laughs> like. They're probably more outers, mate, let's be honest. <laughs> but, but when you give someone time, players included, doing like the same system, it'll come together. And it will. And we've had, let's be honest, the bloke's rebuilt the club. We've had a load of people who haven't played a lot of football who we've had to sign because that's just the position we're in. And it eventually seems to be coming together. I'm not going to get too ahead of myself, but at this moment in time, it seems to come together. Yeah, you've heard it here first. It's only took 28, 29 games, but we've clicked. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just just on that one, how many so how many games did you think Marvin Johnson played last season then? I don't know. I don't I've, I'd say he played at least twenty five games. Uh he played forty two. Last season. Well, he started at tw- he started twenty two and he came off the um and he came on in twenty. Uh-oh. So a uh, 42, 42 games. So you were playing. It was. You know, I mean, some of them he's come on for. Like, he was involved in, wasn't he? Yeah, he's come on for four or five games. Scrap my yeah. last. Scrap my last comment. Yeah, then. yeah. <laughs> I mine. I said I don't think he's played much. No, he, he's, he has actually played quite. You know, he, he played forty-five minutes in, his, in the last game of the season, and ninety, ninety-nine to bit part for the last four four weeks. It, you know, it 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 come off the bench quite a bit early on in the season. He, he played pretty much every every single game. He got what three. Three goals as well last season. So yeah. But then when did he sign for us? He signed late on in the in the transfer window. In the summer, in the summer. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It, it did, I must admit, it mm. did look, if you'd have said to me you'd not played many games last season, I would have totally agreed with you because it, it did look a bit rusty when he uh, when he came in, but actually... Uh, yeah, I didn't know. I just, I just assumed, but I just think, like I say, I just think when people do get a run and... He's one of the people now where... At the start of the season, I would never have picked him. Now I'm I'm picking him every week. I, I'm I'm having him. I know the side. Wow, <laughs> wow! What a statement. Well, Mr. Mapping. And I, I know I know it's um the side pretty much picks itself at the moment with the injuries that we've got. But even so, even with a, a if we if we're playing this system, the three five two, Marvin Johnson on that left hand side for me, 
he's he's doing well and it 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 deserves to it deserves to start. What a U turn! How the tables are turned. Even like little 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 claxons, though, aren't we? Like wait a second, I might, I might, I might have got one here. Wait a second. Oh, that's the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, that means that means there's still hope for um, the striker that you you dislike as well, <laughs> mate. What what would it take? What would it take Berahino to do for me to? Um, I think there's even if time, he, there's still time for him, mate. I think even if he came, if if he started against Wigan and scored a hat trick, a perfect hat trick at that, you know, we'll let right foot, left foot, header. I, I, I still probably I, actually right, I, shin, right shin, left shin, he'd, he'd be like Liam's mass, wouldn't he? Mate, if he did, if he did, right. I'm telling you now, if he scores that trick, I'm not the, the next podcast. I'm not doing. <laughs> someone, someone else You're can do own. it. <laughs> someone else can do it because mm. I would. I wouldn't be able to tell. I wouldn't be able to give him any plaudits. To be fair, so. Uh, but the thing is, there's no chance that happens, is there? Really, either in is hey. there? Never say never. Well, never. Yeah, that's never happening. <laughs> that, that's, the, that, that's the thing. Um, another player that I want to uh, I want to talk about is is Callum Patterson. He's a bit he's a bit like Marmite, I think, in terms of the, the fan base. Some people love him. Some people don't think he's even a footballer. Um, where do you stand with Callum Patterson? Just not. I'm not talking about the game against. Um, against Burton, just Callum Patterson as a footballer. He is what he is for me. He's he's a useful player to have in your squad for me. He can stick you. He does a job anywhere. And when he played centre-half, other than giving that free kick away against Wickham, he did a job. He'll run about, and I know people, oh, well, what difference does it make? But would you rather have, well, like we were potentially talking about earlier, again, not saying that it is, but would you rather have Windass on who won't run back and whatever else, or would you rather have not saying you're comparing the two, but just in certain situations, you need a player like him on the pitch. For me, I think I think he can be effective sometimes as well. Yes, he might not score as many goals, uh, depending on the positions position he's playing playing in. But I think he can be effective. He's Whether that is well, putting himself it? about, you know, putting in a shift, working hard for the team, bringing other players into play, like. A, I don't, I don't dislike Patterson. I don't think he's a bad player. You can't be a bad player and have the career he's had at 26 years old. Is he 26, 27? He looks about 45, but yeah, I think he's. <laughs> I think he he's, about... he's never 26, is he? I think he's 27. He I'm gonna look now. I was actually quite surprised as well when I when I heard that. Um, but yeah, he, listen, you're not a bad player. You can't be a bad player. The career he's had, so. Giles, yes, he, he looks, do I think he's... He looks, sorry, go on. He looks older than you, Callum Patterson, and that's saying something in Wow. I thought I looked quite young, me, actually. <laughs> Looking fair, at myself here, I actually think I look look not too bad. To be fair, when you when you, when you popped on <laughs> 27. earlier... 27. She is 27. Yeah, when you, I told you he was 27. <laughs> you know. Yeah, when you came on earlier, Giles, I thought, something looks different about him. It's that, <laughs> it's that fresh trim you've got, mate. The fresh so, trim from one of the Grimsby players. Did he charge you for it as well? He tried to. Did he? <laughs> <Cheeky> bastard. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, for, for me, Cal Patterson, I think he hit the nail on the head, Liam. I think he is one of them players that is useful to have in the squad. He ain't going to score you 20 goals a season. He ain't going to light it all up. But I think he's one of them ones as well. I think Darren Moore will tell him, you know, 
Pat, oh, you're playing on uh, on Saturday, and he'll, I bet his question will be... <laughs> you played Oldie midfield this week. Well, no, I think, <laughs> yeah, I think his question to, to Darren Back will be, in what position? <laughs> should, I bring, mean, like... should I bring my gloves? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we spoke about it on the debate show as well, didn't we? Because I don't know, uh, James, if you were reading out, don't know if they're true or not, but some of the wages that were floating about at Wednesday, yeah. and they were saying, I think, that Patterson was on 12 grand a week. Uh, to me... That's a lot of money for a player that's not starting, who's maybe a squad player. And I, you were talking about new contracts, weren't we? And we were saying, well, if it's a new contract, would I give Patterson a new contract on 12 grand a week? Probably not. That's my opinion. Be so um, often a, a contract, wouldn't you, to be fair? But yeah, but potentially I probably would maybe offer him a contract. You, 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 you could probably argue that he's probably the most valuable player in the fact yeah. that he's, he's, he's. Well, you think what? He's played centre half, he's played all in midfield, he's played right. Right, yeah. of and, the to back fair, five, he, and to be fair, he's played up front. And he's never had a shamble. He's not made other, like I say, I keep saying that free kick against Wickham, you could just see it coming. But yeah, but fair like, enough, he's probably not right home about. But all right, I'll take it back. Maybe he's a 15 grand a week. Then. <laughs> <laughs> well, he scored the win, he scored, he scored the goal against Wigan away. Yes, yeah. he did. That was a decent, yeah, yeah. And he's a shit house. <laughs> and, he, and he makes but he's good he's a shit out he winds people up doesn't he yeah yeah but he he, he he looks like he's brilliant in the dressing room oh yeah, everyone heard, has a I've laugh heard he's a top. I've heard he's a everyone top. has a laugh with him he's that's always just because like... he's Scottish that's that's the only reason why that is that's the Scottish in him is it <laughs> god I think I'm waxy lyrical about passing and I thought like this would be the case <laughs> but yeah. But now, do you like, do you like Teddy? I'm like going to buy you, Liam. I think I'm going to get it refunded. And get you a, get, I, well, that's it. To be fair, <laughs> I, I'll get enough one ordered for you then, Liam. If, yeah, but yeah, I think, and I think, right, the Pete and the, the funny thing is what people praise him for, putting himself about and whatever else. I don't know if it's the same people, but there's Slate in Canberra for it. It's just, it's all people are going to like him and people aren't going to like him. Like you said, he's a bit marmite in it, but. I just think for what he brings, like where he can play, what he puts in, and I think by looking at it, he brings a lot to the dressing room as well. So I think he's been. I mean, I was looking at his stats. He had he had one shot against Burn, and it weren't it weren't on uh, on target. Six unsuccessful touches, which is the most in the in the side. So he, he gave the ball uh, away a lot. Thirty passes, uh, only ten of them went to a, a blue and white shirt. So he didn't have a great game on Saturday. Let's let's be fair, mm-hmm. but. But like I think, with um, with, with the fact we've just been mentioning what you know the positions that he's played in so far this season, you know, how is he going to be sharp as a as a striker when it, like when we when he has played centre half, midfield, right winger, etc. etc. He's not you know it's different. It's hard enough playing one position, but to have to to adapt and play all those positions and the, you know the conditions didn't help, did it? Do you know what I mean? It were it were it were a tough game. So I I am going to cut cut him a little a little bit of uh, slack it weren't a fantastic performance but yeah he's all right we'll, we'll give him we'll give him another go um it won't be a wednesday tie-dye podcast if we didn't speak about massimo the one go so much i thought we're him. gonna go what, about barry bannon next so. <laughs> or is he gonna be last <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be last we'll talk about all him right, after well. so uh john, john fitzall on twitter um, he's just put with so many big games coming up and such short periods between them, he's unlikely to play in every game. Given that he's crucial, which games do you prioritise? Um, and how how would you manage his workload? Giles, we've got coming up. I'll just read that reel off. These are like uh, the ones in this mad run of games. We've got Wigan on Tuesday, Rotherham on Sunday, Accrington Wednesday, 
Donny sat there. Fleetwood choose this Charlton and then Burton. So Wigan, Rotherham, Accrington, Donny, Fleetwood, Charlton, Burton. Obviously two, the next two games against first and second in the league. Accrington are mid-table, Donny are rock bottom, Fleetwood are down near the bottom, uh, Charlton mid-table-ish, and Burton also mid-table. So first of all, I mean, when we talk about managing workload, is that just purely resting in a game or is that training as well what's could be it could be both uh, i think when you're managing the workload it could be that he doesn't do as much training as other players whether that means that he might do the warm up for example and then go in and do a gym session um or like you said he he plays he plays on when is it when's the Wigan game tuesday isn't it yeah play tuesday yeah 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 so he plays plays tuesday and then maybe he's on the bench for for Rotherham. If if he can't, me personally, I think he needs to play the, the next two games. Yeah, that's right. So if he if he plays Wigan, that they need to manage his workload Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, for, so that he can play Saturday, and then potentially you give him the rest for Accrington because the next two games, listen for me, they're vital in 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 what we need for trying to get in those playoffs. Is this coming from Darren Moore though, or is it, or is it really coming from Mass himself? Because surely, as a player, you've got to be saying like, you've got, you're, you know, you're in in tune with your body, aren't you? You know your body. But you know what? It's difficult, James. Sometimes, as a player, you it, you know that you're not maybe a hundred percent right, but you want to play. So yeah. you, you might not say not. If a manager says to you, "How are you feeling? How are you feeling?" You know, you might think, you know what, I'm, I'm struggling a bit, but like. You know you, you want to play, so it's so, it's really difficult. And I've been in that in big, big parts of my career, like where I'm not fit. I'll be honest with you, I'm not fit, but you want to play. You want to play football. Well, you don't. And whether that's play. right or wrong, some people might say, "Well, it's selfish. You, you you're not fit, so you should uh, let someone else." But as a as a player, all you want to do is is play football, right? Yeah. Now, yeah. even if it's 70 percent fit. Like some games I've played, I was. I'm still going to give everything I can for it. Yes, I might be struggling with with an injury or fatigue or or whatever, but you're still going to give everything for the cause. And I'm sure Mass will do that. But at the moment, he's such a big part of of Wednesday's team. I think it's vital that he plays in these two two next games. Yeah, I mean, have you have you ever had it where you know you're going to get injured in terms of like because you, you know I mean, you, you feel you. I don't know, your hamstrings tight or whatever, and you think if, if I play this game, I'm just gonna, and then it, then it happens. Is, is it like that, or is it just yeah. just happens? Do you know what I mean? It, it can do sometimes. Uh, I'm trying to think if it's happened to me. I don't think it has. Um, it's, just, it's just totally out of the blue when it's happened. But but you can think things right. You can overthink, like you're saying in the in the sense of, oh, my hammy's a bit tight today. Like, but you get through it, and then maybe a couple of days later, it might be a bit worse. But no, I can't say it's happened to me, to be honest. Um, yeah, what we're saying then, Liam? Playing, playing the next two games. He's got to play the next two for me. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, the big games, aren't they? I mean, the the fact that we've come off, you know, three wins, three clean sheets. We've got to keep that run going. I know we didn't play against Morecambe, and we still got a clean sheet and what have you. But Morecambe, like, like we've said, no disrespect to him, but it's a different test coming up against Wigan, who have. 20 games unbeaten I think it's something ridiculous like that in the in the league um, wow. Rotherham are also on it equally I think they've only lost one or two games in in the recent form so they're well, at the top of the league aren't they they're uh, 
and and by I think they're twelve or thirteen points ahead of us as well. With the the they're well up there, so it's going to be a tough game. And we need his best players, don't we? Like at the end of the day, and and Massimo Luongo comes under that bracket of one of our one of our best players. I mean, if he plays the next two, Liam, are we saying he can have the the Wednesday off against Accrington? Yeah, probably. I mean, it depends, doesn't it? Like. Again, you're spot on. It depends on how the player's feeling. And I know I just said how sometimes you want the manager to make that decision for you because when the manager, you know, asks the player, the player, for me, majority of the time is going to want to play unless they really are struggling, where that if they do go out on the pitch, they're going to look like a mug. I think the only difference is as well is with, with Mass, I suppose. He knows that if he's fit, he plays. So the, the difference will be in another, perhaps in another team, if you're not, the star man and you and you say I'm not fit then and let, let's in. be honest as well in his position he's out of contract at the end of the season yeah Um if he gets injured with us we're probably not going to give him a contract I'm not going to lie I think well wow you're talking about massive mate I'm conflicted though because the thing is if he gets injured again for a long time we're probably not going to give him a contract are we let's be honest yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's a long-term injury, and then he's, and then if we don't give him a contract, he's injured. He's not going to pick up. Do you know what I mean? Not necessarily though, they might give him. A no, contract. I don't know. Contract I don't... changes, right? The contract no, but you'd, won't be but you'd, as strong as what he would have liked. Would yeah. you not think that if he's, if we're going to definitely give him a contract, we'd have given him one already by now? No, not necessarily. Again, because we don't know what league we're going to be in. Yeah, that's true. He might be old enough as well. Like everyone always thinks it's yeah. It's players want to see what's what's the best deal for them. Yeah, yeah. Mate. Everyone always thinks honest, it's the, it's the honest, If he stays fair, he's a, he's a top half championship player. Let's be honest. Yeah, everyone everyone's always thinking it's the it's the club and why have we not done this and why have we not done that? We could have we could have offered him a contract. He could have turned it down. It doesn't always come out, does it? Like you know, some things do stay secrets, believe it or not, in fo- in football. Like um, you never know. It's it, or we might not even. Anything. I just think I just think in his position that he's in at the moment, it'd be within his best his best interest if he wasn't feeling right to say something rather than risking it. I him. agree. I definitely agree with you. Go on then. Let's uh, let's talk about Baz, big big Barry Bannon. Um, we had a let's say a healthy debate on the debate show, uh, which was well, probably... yeah, it's because you're not allowed you're not allowed to speak badly of him, even if it's <laughs> obvious he's had a bad game. <laughs> And to be fair, he's come back and he did well, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, I thought he had a good game. Um, for me, I thought, yeah, he he didn't do those stupid little pirouettes. I think the the fact that the the pitch was awful probably meant that he had to just keep it simple. But it was just it were it were a lot more effective for, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, he, and his his short passing was better. That's what was missing. The thing is, Bannon will. If he and and to be fair, I mean I think the couple of games before even his long passing his radar was off. But anyway, you know Bannon long pass wise yeah. will pop some good balls through. Oh. That's just a given. He's good. He's class, obviously. But it was the short passes, the stuff near in our own half that wasn't there, and that was about like the five yard passes. And that for me, yeah, yeah, sloppy. Where that for me starts coming into tiredness. And like I don't want to go back to slating like oh. Was always slating, banning, and negative, and all that. But against Morecambe, there were passes that he gave away. If there were better opposition, we could have been in a tangle. Yeah. Potentially, yeah. And if that was the case, and if it was, if it was any other player other than Bannon, 
It'd have been up, it'd have been hung out to dry, but because it's Bannon, you can't state that he might have had a bad game. But anyway, he played really well, I think. Yeah. In, under the conditions, he got the ball down, which I didn't think we would do as much. He played some good passes. He played a good long ball out to Mendes Lang. His short, like I say, short passes were better. So, um, yeah, I don't know whether he was, like I say, whether he just went off the boil because, like we were saying, tiredness, but he didn't look tired, did he? No, not not all. There could be a lot of things that it could just be the players having off off days. Yeah, of course they do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or oh, you don't even know he could have been feeling a bit tight in an area. Or we we don't know, do we? Like you said, there's so many reasons. I think it is because he's such an influential player. Like we said in, in midweek, he's he's such a good player that when when he does have an off day, we notice it so much more because we we're, we're so used to the the top quality that he does. I mean. I dare say if it was Atinuyu, we wouldn't really notice it that much. Do you know what I mean? Because we're not expecting him to do the things that that Barry Bannon does. But but when when Barry Bannon has a has a has a poor game, and because everything goes through him as well, we know that he he has the most touches, he he has the most passes. So he's got he's he's got a lot more of the ball. If he's not touching the ball very often, then but that's what happens when you're the best player. People expect. Yeah, of course. That, that, I think that is the story of this season: expectations, and it's all about like, managing expectations. Again, I dare say some fans will be getting carried away. Like you know, we're playing playing Wigan and and and, and Rotherham, and everyone's thinking, how long is this run going to go? How, how many games are we going to win in a row? And how many ta- anyway, how many games are we going to go without conceding a goal? It's just going to people do get carried away, and if we lose against Wigan, it'll be like Darren Moore's out, shocking tactics, and everything like this. It's it's just the same. It's just the same old old because someone put up his win percentage before the game yesterday on the back of two wins and he was still getting slated. So, yeah, right. It's what it is, isn't it? Let's, you know, we've had some questions from our uh, WhatsApp group as well. Uh, Injuries is the topic for this one. Sam's just said, uh, I know you'll probably cover it, but our continued injury crisis, is it just bad luck or poor preparation? Having a lone player make 17 minutes on his debut and then pull up with a long-term injury reflects quite bad. I think that's I think on about um, John Jules on on that one. But obviously there was Harley Dean as as well. Um, Read any form of update of what actually is wrong with John Jules? Like what is these? Uh, apparently it's quad. I don't know if I've heard that officially or unofficially. I don't know. But uh, or in your sleep, did you dream about it? <laughs> I don't. I'm not dreaming about Tyrese John Jules, Giles. Just putting it out there. <laughs> I know one person you might dream about tonight, though. I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming Mr. about Johnson. No, I, I, I'm dreaming about getting a uh, getting a Romelu Lukaku shiny in me Panini uh, book. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to be dreaming about. To be fair, um, yeah. The whole it's just getting boring, isn't it? Now the injury thing an injury crisis like i said at it's the top weird, we're always we've always got an injury crisis though so it's nothing like someone said it's nothing new is it it's just disappointing no i mean how many, um, that, how many players are out injured at grimsby at the moment giles is it is it a few is it um you know we've got 10 players out how many have grimsby got i would just I don't think it's that bad to be honest i think we've only got a, a couple yeah it, i mean because i was about to say you know all teams have injuries it's just not you just you know we don't focus on other teams do you only focus on yourself? I think it's the fact that it's just all our top players. I mean, I put a, I put, I think the, the 10 players, you can pretty much make a side out of it, obviously barring a goalkeeper. And Well, it, you did, it, didn't you? You put it... Yeah, it wouldn't be a bad side, a would little, it? Um, a little message with a starting 11 of all injured. 
Yeah, but it, it, that would be a decent side. That, that is a it? decent, <laughs> decent team, yeah. Which is mad that that we're, we're where we are. We're like four points off the playoffs, one game in hand, and having all those all those players out. And is it bad luck, Liam? Like, I can't... I don't know. We've tried to... I don't know. I, I'm not in a... I don't know. I, I can't. I, I, I just no can't comment. say unless unless the unless they're trading on Motherwell's pitch. Um, I can't see it being the been the training ground itself. Listen, which I is really, what and it is finger on it. But it's, it's a lot. It's 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 unusual. I mean, uh, Harley Dean. He's he's only been here a week. Like Tyrese John Jules, even less. Like is that? Oh. I don't, I don't know. He's yeah. just, unless he's a sniper, just sat in, in, you know, in trees at Middlewood Road or something, just taking him out or whatever. I have no idea. But he's just, he's hey, just that, a weird one. That Leicester fan might have been on training ground. <laughs> he could be, to be fair. Uh, another, another one that we've had from uh, from Tom. He just wants to talk about the striker situation. Two out and out strikers on the bench. And we start with our striker, obviously referring to the Burton game. Um, it's a question to you with this one, Giles. If Giles was on the bench in that situation, what would your thought process be as an individual? Um, he, he went on to say, I expect players in that situation would say the gaffer got it right, we won, etc. But deep down, I'd like to understand what a professional footballer in that such a situation would be thinking. Obviously, yeah, we start with Patson and, and Mendes Lang and we had, you know, I think Berahino were on the bench. Berahino and Cambere, Siliso as well and they they didn't get a start what what would you is it yeah i probably would like? be i probably would be a bit pissed off to be honest and disappointed um but then like you said they go and win how can you complain you can't you can't yeah you, you can't complain when the team wins but, uh, but you said you said that but so come off the bench and scored and he didn't start um and neither of the two that uh all right Mendes Lang put the ball across for for Bias to get the goal, but Pat, you know, Pat, they didn't. Neither of the strikers scored a goal. So, I well, don't know. what's that telling you? What? Why did Moore do that? Do you think was it tactical, or was it that maybe he's not really having the other two strikers? I, I don't know. I don't know why Canberra didn't start. To be fair, I don't think. I mean, I've, I would have thought Canberra would have started. I'll be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, just purely purely for the fact that Windass is injured and Gregory's injured, yeah. etc. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it hasn't. Again, we've seen so many decisions that Moore's done where we're where we're like, wow. Yeah, he's so, got to have at least one one the fuck moment, hasn't he? Like each week, <laughs> you know what I mean, we haven't had one for a while, have we? So he's got to he's got to throw one uh, throw one in there uh, every every now and again. Um, they've got another one as well. Ash, he's put after a lot of criticism, is the back three formation starting to prove the doubters wrong? For me, on that one, I, I know we. How many games? How many games have we not got a result playing three at the back? Or oh, had a shocking game, Oxford, Sunderland, but that doesn't really count. Shrews, Shrews, but do you know if you look at all them games now, we've got you know square pegs in square holes. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, players that's playing. I, I alluded to it earlier, didn't I? We've, we've, we've come back since then. All right, Hutchinson played against Shrewsbury, but Hutchinson is, is back. We've now got Story in there, and obviously Palmer's now um, slotted in the fact, you know, now Dean's not playing. That makes a massive difference. All those other games where we've been playing, you know, f uh, three at the back, 
we have had injuries. All right, some people are going to tell us. No, well, the ones two. at the start, they, 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 you know, we didn't have, you know, Iolfers played in a in a back three, etc. Early on in the season, but it is we're, we're playing posi- well, players in. You the know game. what? For me, it shows that he 100 percent favours a free at the back. We were saying that he was playing a free possibly because of the the injuries and. Do you think? But he, go on, sorry. Oh, sorry. No, sorry, Liam. I was just going to say, but against Burton. That was a perfect opportunity for him to go to a back four with with Dean being injured. He could have gone with Story and, and, and Hutchie at the back. And, and Hunt and Palmer. He could have actually played the same side that he put out and just move well, that was, all around. That was, I, I, when I saw the starting lineup, I thought we're playing four at the back today. I'm not going to lie. Um, but fair enough. But he started playing four at the back at the start of the season. Due to the injuries, he thinks he's had to go to five at the back. And even when we had people standing at centre-half, it works at times. Now we've got stronger players in, or we did, and we've lost, you know, we've lost another centre-half, but we've only got one player sort of playing out of position in Palmer. Why wouldn't you? You know, we've got some sort of momentum under, under it. I don't know why you'd change it, personally. And it's that familiarity with, uh, with the formation, and it's been playing this formation for a while now. It would... You know, this if I don't know what they've been doing in training, what have you? If they if they get well, exactly to it. that's it in training, they might have been doing a lot of shape on three five two, and he he might be looking at it in a way where the players are understanding, uh, sorry, understanding the formation better now. Yeah, uh, and it's working. So again, what Liam says, why change it? It's amazing what a few good results does to people's perception on things, isn't it? You know, now everyone's like, that's it, three five two, all, all until the end of the season. Uh, season and that Johnson, what a player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, there'll, be, there'll be some people clipping those uh, earlier earlier podcasts just to uh, look at what he said back in October or whatever it is. But uh, yeah, um, let's just go on to another. Well, let's move like, moving away from the from the games. I mean, come to Julian first. Do you think we need to bring some more players in? I know obviously the transfer windows now firmly closed, but. Obviously, we've got like the the unattached players that we that we might bring in. I think like Andre Green when he came in, he were a um, he were like a player with that club, etc. Is that something that we need to explore, or is it like well, if we get if we get some more injuries, maybe. But again, you're bringing in players that, that aren't playing football, so and that's the thing, gonna... right? You don't you don't just bring players in for the sake of it. And it's like Mendes Lang, we picked him up. What in a what was it? We didn't pick him up in no that out of the out of the window, weren't it? Yeah. And it took him a while, obviously, to get going. So, I think if it's right, then yeah, of course, of course, bring bring someone in. You're not going to find a rough diamond, though, are you? To be fair, like you know well, mate, he'd already, I think he'd already know about it. If there's someone he really wanted, we'd already have him there. And, and that's my point. Now, getting going to get a player, it seems like it could be more forced, more rushed. Maybe not the best, the best uh, move for the for the club. You can't just go for me. You can't just go and get any player. It's got to be right, yeah. you know. Even even if you've got injuries, you still just don't just bring a player in for the sake of it. You, you still need to do your your research and uh, and and your recruiting and and still try and get someone that they think would would help help the team. Yeah, of course. Uh, just one other thing I want to mention. I don't know if anyone's watched the. Uh... The, the video with Sam Hutchinson and, and Liam Palmer on the uh, on the Wednesday website and on their YouTube channel. 
So they, they've done a best 11 and um, quote unquote from Sam Hutchinson. I didn't play with him much because, because believe it or not, there's someone uh, less reliable than me. That's who? Surely not. Who, who the hell could that be? <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the man himself. Mr. Giles Coke picked in, picked in Sam Hutchinson's uh, best 11. I'm just saying as well, you're on Palm's bench and he said that you'd be late to your own funeral. <laughs> yeah, listen, my timekeeping, my timekeeping wasn't, wasn't we, the best. We know still, all about your timekeeping. Still not the best, but definitely, definitely has Well, he said, he said he, car, he shared, um, like carpooled with you uh, for, yeah, for three weeks and then, yeah, and then lying. I thought he was going to tell a little lie, but he actually is telling the truth. He thought, yes, I ain't getting in with him. Well, yeah, he said that he kept getting fined. Kept getting, yeah, kept getting fined. You're right. <laughs> well, thing I'm, saying, get, I'm not even going to try and lie. Did you ever get any wages? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> thing would have said, Giles. Gonna, it's just, do, do you know what it is with me? Right, I'm going to tell you now. I always think I've got more time than I actually do, and then if I've got to be in for ten, instead of giving yourself an extra ten minutes, right? If it takes me twenty minutes to get to training. I'm leaving with 20 minutes to get to training, which isn't really the smartest thing to do, is it? You'd that, leave 30 minutes. That, that Audi's not as fast as you think it is, is it? It's fair, Giles. Honestly, timekeeping, it was very bad. And I, I don't know, I think, I think I mentioned it before. When I was with uh, Alan Irvine, he, uh, I was injured and I, I was late a few times. Um, and the physio at the time, Smudger, told the manager, so the manager obviously was pissed off. He got me in the next day. He sent me home, actually. I came in 15 minutes late. I think it was three times in a row. He sent me home. No, he did. He sent me home. He said, that's it. Go. Just go. And I'll see you tomorrow. I'm thinking, shit. Fuck, fuck, fuck. So he's called me and said, I need you in tomorrow at seven o'clock. So he honestly, he got me in at seven o'clock the next morning for a talk. I definitely wasn't late then. <laughs> to be fair, there was no traffic either though. So actually, <laughs> um, but yeah, so he got me, he, he got me in uh, Alan Irvine and, and, and basically gave me a bollocking, uh, told me that, listen, I'm a big part of his plans and I've done really well for him that not to basically take the piss. And I, listen, I held my hand, my hands up and I, you know, completely agreed with him and, and was apologetic, but, Listen, my timekeeping, my point is my timekeeping was was bad. So they're not they're not lying. But as I've got older, that a hundred percent has improved. The only thing I want to know is how much did you slip Sam Hutchinson to put your name in the, his in his best eleven? Well, I ain't got a lot, have I? Because I'm fucking always late. <laughs> <laughs> so it couldn't have been that much. Yeah. And believe me, Hutchinson's all about the fucking money. No, I'm really <laughs> um, Quality. Just uh, put you on the spot a little bit then. So you don't have to name a full 11 unless you unless you can. But uh, who, who would make it in your kind of oh, best, bloody hell. best be Wednesday any, 11? Oh, uh, Wednesday. Oh, just yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. Wait, you, were only, you, were, you were only there like five years, weren't you? Yeah, go on. Just, I mean, just you can pick a few. You can just pick a few players out. With... Honorable mention. <laughs> it's just off the top of my head, right? I had a little think about this because he did text me, but obviously it's so hard to. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not going to have to ask for a full eleven. All right, five aside team then. No, no, no. I'll give you. I'm going to give you a full eleven, Fucking but it's obviously I might leave some people out. 
All right, that's fine. So I'll, we'll only, we'll only go, tweet him and thing and tell him like that. It's yeah. between Westy and Emmy, right? Emmy Martinez. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not sure which one I do because they're both top top keepers. Yeah. All right. I need more time to think about that. But both of them top top keepers. Right back would be Lewis Buxton. Very very good player when I first signed. Consistent, professional, uh, and a really top top man. Help me. Uh, when I first signed for the club, I stayed with him for a few weeks. So yeah, I've got a lot of time for Lewis and he was a very good player. Centre-halves, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Hutchie. I'll be honest with you, because I, I, everyone knows how much I, I do think he's a, a top player. Uh, and I do like him as a centre-back rather than a midfielder, because if he was playing in midfield, I'm just not sure how much games, a bit like myself, how many games you actually will get out of him. Um, with Glenn Leuvens. Glenn Leuvens, again, top, top, top man. What a captain and what a professional. Um, and that basically, I don't need to say any more about him because that sums him up in a, in a T. Uh, left back. Oh, left back's hard. <sighs> Reader Johnson did really well, but again, I'd preferred him as a centre-half, so he just missed out. I'd say between Joe Mattock, very consistent. I like Joe. Or the one that probably people would be a bit shocked with, but I played with him three times in my career and I know exactly, you know, what he's good at and how good he actually is, is Daniel Jones. I probably okay, put him okay. in there because he was an athlete. He had all the ability. He, he, he'll look back on his career and think, fuck, how I not played. Honestly, I'm telling you now, why have I not played at the top level for a longer, longer yeah, time? Yeah. When I mean top level, I mean... You know, he played in the championship for some time, right? Um, but yeah, what a what a what a player in the sense of great ability, can whip a crossing, and an athlete so fast, so powerful, so strong. But we didn't see the best of him. I'll no, be honest. No. Uh, okay, let's go into midfield. We're going to go into midfield, and we're going to go. What formation we playing? I'm just going four four two basically. So, I'm just going old fashioned. Matt Bassett. Matt Bassett, <laughs> yeah. At the top of my head, because I haven't really had time to really put this in place. I'm gonna have to put Antonio on the wing because he He played on the wing for us though, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. But I know he can play obviously now he's playing up front. No, he's a striker, yeah, yeah. But he played on the wing We've for us. We've played on the wing and he it's funny because he could be so shit. But then he could be ridiculous. And I think he was so inconsistent. Um, but when he was on it, he was unplayable. So, like Jermaine Johnson. Is he grafted, like, to get... So, with him, because obviously I just think now he's, he's... I just think he's got that consistency. It might be... He was always so, so confident in himself. And that's one of the things why he's gone on to... Because be how, how old was he at Wednesday? I think he was only 23. I yeah, so he was young. Then, he was young. But... Yeah, 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 he was young. Because you think his story, what he got? Did he get? Did he get? He didn't get a contract somewhere, and then he was playing non-league or something. QPR, yeah. QPR picked him up, and I think he was at Southampton as well, didn't he? Because he went on loan like there, that, maybe. Yeah. No, he went, he, went, he went. He went to. He went to Reading, didn't he? And then he, yeah, he went on loan to Southampton, about three or four loans, and then oh, it was. Then it came to us. Then it came to us. But don't you think it's funny though? You look at Mikel Antonio and Nile Ranger, both played in that game against Wickham. Now, Mikel Antonio is in Premier League playing for West Ham and Nile Rangers getting a minute at the end of a match for Boreham Wood. Again, another player, I say Nile Ranger played with him 
again, had so much potential, so much ability. And he'll look back on his career and think, fuck. Yeah. Was he... I'll be honest with you. So I think, well, I don't know. I'm just surmising, but um, Ranger was a young lad at Newcastle, weren't he? Yeah. Whereas, like I say, Antonio got dropped or released and played a bit lower and got picked back up. So he probably yeah. had that. I think it's when he was young, Antonio, or whatever. He, was, he was so raw. And I think that's one of the reasons why he was so inconsistent. Yeah. You know, some of his touches would be off. He'd run out of play, but then in a game, he would come out of one thing that was magic. It was either a goal or an assist. Mm. I'll be honest yeah, with you. Yeah. He was, he, on his day, he was so, so good. And I, listen, yeah, people may say that they're surprised to see him. And maybe I I was surprised to see him go on to, to see what he's done. But now, no one can say anything about Antonio. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's by far like a top, top player. Um, and that's full credit to himself. Full, full credit. And I can only think that's from working hard on the training pitch. Go on, then who else is in this? Uh, in so this in midfield. Area? So I was there with, and I trained with Ross Barkley, but I didn't play with him. But just when I was, I was with him, right? So I have to put him in the team because he's poor. Just trading with him. What? One of player. our best loan signings ever. Well, what? Yeah, what a player. He come young, uh, bow-footed, powerful, like ridiculous. Like, it was I just knew what, he was going to go on. And oh, mate, he was just one of them. When he played for us, he was just too good. To oh, be. no, he was ridiculous. He was ridiculous. And it's a shame I never actually played with him on the pitch because he was ridiculous, honestly. And that was such a young age. So I can't imagine what he's like now. I know he's not really getting a lot of game time, but he's he's older, more mature, played for England for X amount. How many years has is he, is he played for England? So, yeah, top player. He has to be. He has to be there, even if I didn't. Still Actually, only 28 as well, by the way. Well, that's what I mean. Ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. Uh, next, between two legends, similar to, to Hachi Samido. Mm. You can't not have Samido in your, in your best. I game, know, but it? it's so hard. I'm not sure he is in my team. Do you know what I mean? I love him. I love him to death. Great man. Uh, great leader. Do you know what I mean? He's uh, And such a good footballer. In, in ways where people may think, yeah, but you know, he wasn't technically, it doesn't matter because you'd have a Samido in your team all day long, a yeah, winner. Yeah. He's just, he's an unbelievable winner. Um, but I'm not sure he's making my team. I'm just giving you a few that I wasn't sure about. Another one that people will probably be shocked at, but I'm telling you now, was an absolute player. So good. Gone then. Was Darren Potter. Darren, so Darren. good. We've heard a few. Uh, you know. Neil uh, Neil Miller sort of spoke quite highly of Darren Potter as well. Honestly, people may think, and I think a lot of it was confidence with him. Uh, the fans started getting on him a, a bit when I was when I was there in my first season. Apparently, we were good on a night out as well. Yeah, he's a top man <laughs> and professional. Uh, yeah, and I learned so much from him. I'll be honest with you, so much. He is a very very good player. Um, and again, injuries of. Uh, have not helped him as well throughout his career, but I know he's, he's he's obviously sadly retired now, I think, but still, what a player and what a career. So that was between the two. The other guy on the wing, it would be Jermaine, either, I said Jermaine Johnson or Royston Drentner. And I have to put Royston Drentner in because, again, he came to us a bit laid back, a bit chilled, but ability-wise, ridiculous. Like, you yeah, can tell that he played for Real Madrid. We never you know saw that, I mean? though, did we? That's the thing. Well, again, we didn't see that. And I don't know if that's because of where he was at in his career. You know, he, we got him from Reading, if I'm not mistaken. 
something like that. Yeah. Was, he, was, he, was he the one? Was he the one that went off to um, have a, a career in rap <laughs> or something like that? Start turning turn into a rapper or whatever. So a rapper, yeah. But um, again, ability-wise, ridiculous. Yeah, we got him. We got him from Reading. Uh, Fifteen appearances for Wednesday, which I, th- I thought it was like a an- another. When I think back of him, I think of a Erby Emanuelson, like one it wonder kind of got one game but now he played played 15 games for us which like i said a lot yeah, more than what I, no, a lot more than no, I thought, yeah. was, again i don't think we saw the best of him uh very laid back character maybe him coming down you know to the clubs that he had from being at such a an elite level let's yeah, be honest yeah. he was at real madrid right mate i just i always say i remember i watched it it was like an under 21 World Cup or Euros yes. for yeah. Neville. He was Dutch, Dutch weren't he? Dutch yeah, yeah. yeah. And he absolutely smashed it. And you thought, this guy's going to be having unreal. Yeah, you just thought he's going to be the next. Yeah. Big. Crazy. The next best thing. Yeah. Crazy. So then the strikers quickly, because I'm going on a bit. Again, between three, oh, I've got to put Connor Wicker in there. Connor, Connor, sorry, Connor Wickham in there for the first, first uh, loan spell when he came, mm. when I was there. He was ridiculous such again. an eye Tons- for a goal eye for a goal he was powerful he was strong and I'm saying that about a lot of these players but I'm telling you Connor Wickham had it all and it's so sad to see how injuries have just absolutely killed him because he should be playing at a top level um, yeah, yeah. but he was so good on that first I don't know how many goals he got Statman when he first came to us on loan was it he must have got nearly double figures Something like that. Uh, Connor Wickham. Let's have a look. Well, then, what, how many do you think he got, Liam? That first, that first loan spell, league goal. I'm going to say maybe nine. Well, actually, his first loan spell. They didn't get many at all. It was his second loan spell. Oh, sorry, I didn't know he was there before. He came before. Twenty so what? Well, he came it, one for a. Go on, sorry. Yeah, he came. He came in uh, for a, on a one month initial loan. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. In 2013, like and, yeah, and then he, and then he like extend, then he like came came back. So how many games? So he's the one where he scored. How many? Oh, games? 2013. Oh, so I was there. So the, what do you mean? Yeah. So he came for. Is that not this season? That wasn't that his first loan spell. Yeah. So he's, so he came February 2013 uh, on a one month loan. Yeah. Uh, and then he's ah right, and then he signed. Uh, when did he sign again? November. So that's obviously the following season, isn't it? So he then he then signed uh, until. But did he get injured in that first month? I can't even remember. Where was was I not even there? No, he just he, he just he was here for initial initial month. But okay. it, uh, go on then. So eleven games. How many goals did he get in them eleven games? Like a Win Jones stat, isn't it? Oh, he only played eleven. So maybe I'm getting seven, a bit I'm seven, saying eight. Seven, seven, eight. I'm sure he scored yeah, a few goals. Eight, eight goals in, in the league. There you go. I knew it. I knew he was on fire. I knew it. And I just remember the, the game. So I was saying, Dan, my mate, who was with us the other weekend, um, one of the games was against Leicester. I don't know if it was the year they went up, but we beat them 2 1 and Wickham scored a brace. It's just one of them that I always remember. And he was sat on the cot with me. And I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Played in that game. <laughs> so, I came off injured. Shock. <laughs> I shrunk off. Sorry, mate. That was horrible. Go on then. Who's your, who's your strike so then The other two is going to be between Clinton Morrison, just because I know he was right coming towards the end of his career, but what a character. Uh, no one can take away the career that the, the, the guy had. Finisher. But yeah, also so good in the, in the dressing room as well for the boys. 
So Eva Clinton, but then again, I probably would sway more to Neil Mellor because Neil Mellor was was very, very good. Different well. gravy in anyway, Different gravy, Neil Mellor. And a top, top man as well. What a player. <laughs> but that's not a bad that's not a bad fourteen, is it? Let's Le- be honest. Liam always would talks about him. I, I, I always had his shirt tucked in, black boots. Shirt tucked in, shorts pulled up, socks <laughs> pulled up, black boots. <laughs> Just, just like proper proper football player. <laughs> and that's me missing out. I've just realized another one just come off my head. Do you remember Shea Oliphantjana? Yeah. What what a guy. Oh my god. Like, wow. And were you not were you not there when Enoch Shumney was there, Giles? Is he not? <laughs> is he not making <laughs> Franny Jeffers, does he not making his Oh god. Ola Tidman. <laughs> I'm not that old. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. no, no, honestly, but he was he I could see why he had the career he had, Shay. He was honestly the nicest man and honest you could see he was obviously a bit a bit older, but you could see the ability still still he had. So yeah, it's another one I, I left out. But yeah, I think that's not not a bad uh, bad 14, 15 just coming off the top of my head. Yeah, I'm impressed with that, Giles. That were uh, that were good stuff, that. Now, I just want to mention, uh, Pierce, we are rumbling on a bit. This is probably going to be the longest podcast we've ever done in the entire history, but... Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, but, that's my fault, isn't it? No, nah, it's, all, it's all good, mate. I was, I was just going to mention Patreon and, and Terrace, etc. Um, obviously, thanks to the Terrace who allow us to do the giveaway that we do every week. So, uh, Terrace do loads of club merchandise. Head over to the website, theterracestore.co.uk and have a look at what they've got to offer. I think them uh, shorts are going to be coming soon, uh, Leo. They need to come soon anyway, ready for you all. I know, yeah. They? Otherwise, um, they're not going to get uh... <laughs> not gonna get a run out, are they? But, uh, but, yeah, hopefully they land in the post sooner rather than later. Um, don't forget, all you need to do to be entered into the draw is just become a Patreon member. Um, obviously, you get entered into the prize draw, but not only that, you get all the interviews that we've done, 30-plus interviews. Um, got Graham Cavanagh, probably the most recent one, um, but we've got loads more. Uh, Brian Laws, Chris Turner, Kevin Pressman, um, Richard O'Donnell, I, I could go on. There's, there's so there's so many. So make sure you uh, sign up. It's patreon.com forward slash WTID pod if you want to do that. Um, the winner this week is Shan Marsland. So Shan, my mate as well, not rigged, by the way, just totally random. Um, well done, mate. If you uh, drop me a message and I'll sort you out with a, uh, with a mug and what have you, that's... Um, yeah, we'll get that all sorted for you. You don't need to send me your address. I know where you live. So <laughs> I'll get that one sorted for you. Um, yeah, right. Let's quickly whiz through Wigan and Rotherham coming up. Now, Wigan have just come off the back of a 2-0 defeat against Stoke in the FA Cup. They have had a red card. Uh, Edwards got a red card. I've looked. He's not really featured much, so I don't think he's going to be that much of a, uh, a loss to them. Um, I think the big question is, though, who do we start on on Tuesday night? Are we uh, are we asking too much of Hutch to play? What's that like? Four games in a row. What what do what are we thinking, Giles, in terms of uh, team? Or do we just stick with the same team that that beat Burton? Again, it's it's all on the players, isn't it? It's all on how they're feeling. Um, again, I think Hutchie has to play. I know that we've we've met, well, we basically put him through a lot of games, haven't we? recently without much of a rest but then it comes down to managing 
managing their load throughout the week. But yeah, I'd definitely start start Hachi. I would start Maz. I don't know about the strikers. Do you, do you start with Patterson and... The thing is, Silasu has got. He's got to be saying, you know, come on, I've got a goal. You know, I've, I've, that's two. Is well, he's probably the most in form striker out of all of them, really, and he's he scored the most goals well, the more thing. recently. That's, so, I'm oh, sorry, I was I was thinking. I kept saying Patterson, Patterson, because I couldn't think of who, who played up front, but it was Mendes Lang, wasn't it? It was Mendes Lang, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure whether or not you're going to start those two up top against. I think against Mendes Lang him. still starts. I think he. Yeah, obviously Hunt came in, didn't he? Didn't he instead of and played mm-hmm. where Mendes Lang would have would have played? So for me, Mendes Lang drops back to that that wing back role. Where you think they bring in Canberry, maybe? Poss- possibly Canberry and Silasso. Uh, I don't know. I think we need to change it up top. I, I don't think it worked. Um, it, do we? Need I think to- it will. Be, I think there will be changes. I don't think it will be the same team that started against Burton. It's a tough one, isn't it? because do you think obviously Wigan, the second in league? Well, if you. They've got so many games in hand. They're pretty much top if you, you know, if they do win those win those games. I know it's not a given, but they've well, they've not lost in twenty games, so they're on uh, a rich vein in form. So, do we need a passing in there? Do we need someone that can kind of, you know, it's at home. Don't forget, we're we're good at home. Ten games unbeaten. That we're we're at home, so it is a it is a massive game. Um, for me, I don't know. I think I'm I'm. I'm I would have never picked Silasso, but you've got to pick. It's football is very much a confidence yeah, game, isn't it? I, I think he's worth a shout. He's quick, isn't he? Well, he's quicker than. But would you play Patterson? I don't know. The other one that I we're think... not thinking of, by the way, is Gregory. Right? He, I know he's not played against. Um, no, he's not played in the last three, four games now. We, t- we were talking, uh, you know, before we start recording about the fact that he is. Moore's turned down having him having injections. We've heard from a fairly credible source that he's offered to have injections to play. Um, that was against that was before the Morecambe game. So and, and Moore's turned that down. Well, he might he might be close then. So yeah, I he, think he's close. He, I think he's. I think he will. We will see him over the next uh, the next couple of games. If he's not Wigan, I think we'll see him at Rotherham. Yeah, and if you think yeah, if you think about it as well, like if Moore's thinking right, all right, again, no disrespect to to Morecambe and Burton but we perhaps don't need Gregory we've probably got enough with, enough without him and that's you know that's shown that we've beaten beaten both from 2-0 but coming up these games that are coming up we probably do need him so don't be too surprised if we if Lee Gregory starts on on Tuesday against Wigan uh, that's all I'm, I'd rather him, I'm saying personally I'd rather him stay away until he's definitely ready yeah 100% but there's it could no be, point in him coming back yeah yeah it mate, could be ready if he's back you know I mean? he's brilliant Fantastic. Which, like I said, don't, don't be too surprised if he if he starts on uh, on Tuesday because we'll definitely need him. Like this is going to be a test. Well, let's be honest. Worst worst case for us would be if Gregory then got a long term injury. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Liam's right, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Let's, let's get him right. It's then. not as as important as these two games are. We're not gonna. We're not. We're not. You know, say we win these two games and we're in the playoffs. That's not the end of the season, is it? That well, they're running. Not, if they're not season defining games, are they? There's more. Well, I mean, they could be, but well, well, I think I mean to say we win these next two games, and then Gregory's out for the season. Yeah, that's that's worse, isn't it? Than perhaps that's one hundred percent worse. Because who's saying that? Just you know, we've we've won the last two games without Gregory. The last three games without him. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, but I think for the over the course of the the rest of the season. Yeah, what yeah, what I'm saying is for another game, 
it to, to, to make sure it comes back make in sure right. right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Th- yeah. That's um, but yeah, that would be a massive, massive boost. Uh, then we've got Rotherham on on Sunday. They're without without Richard Wood, so he'll be he'll be not making a, a return because he got a red card. Did you see that? I've not seen it. No, was it a bad tackle or? Yeah, no, he handled it on the directly handled it on the line. But oh, so it it looks a bit. I don't know. I thought it looked a bit naff, but it might I have hit his arm. I've seen it was. So, uh, so, wait, like so wait, you're, you're, close you're, to his side. you're telling me could that it, could they appeal it or not? Potentially. So but you're, te- be, you're uh, telling me that Tim Pot have um, have cheated. They've they've handled it online, and then they've got one of their uh, one of fans, kids, to, fans come to come on. Penalty, I know. Yeah, Tim Pot cheating. Never, never. I think it. it's a shame. I'd like to have seen Richard Wood have a run out of Hillsborough. Personally. I think he'd have got a decent reception. Yeah, he would. Fair. I don't see why he wouldn't get a decent reception. Which really right, nice. Well. I'm all I'm all for you know clapping for hey, the mate, players. Hey, mate, uh, he won me some money in that playoff final. Oh, did he? I don't know if I mentioned it before, didn't I, I think? I don't know if it was too Mention it again. Club, but basically, in that, when it went to extra time, I had him next goal scorer in extra time. Don't know why. I just had a, had a feeling and he scored. I can't remember how much it was, but he's going to be one of the highest odds on pitching in extra well, time. Yeah. I can remember once that when I, were in, when I used to go, uh, when I used to sit in grandstand, there were a, a guy who'd, I can't remember what game it were, but he had Danny Maddox to f- first goal scorer, and I don't know who we were playing, but anyway, he scored first goal, and then obviously this is this is pre betting apps, this is betting slips, this, and he couldn't find his betting slip, could he? He'd lost it. Well, I I, I once uh, my first like my dad's firm used to have a box, and if we were at home on Boxing Day, because they're not entertaining clients on Boxing Day, we'd go in. I can't remember the bloke's name. Anyway, this bloke, I'm what? I could only be five, six, max. And he goes, what's... He says to me, who's going to score today? And I says, Andy Booth. What's score going to be? I'm sure it will 1-0. And he put a fucking scorecast on, didn't he? <laughs> Who knows how much he won? I got a fiver, though, because I really like, he gave me a fiver. Oh, yeah, cheers, <laughs> God knows how much he won. <laughs> oh, well, chuffed out of... Get it shot by some sweets. Happy days. He's, he's just jetting off to Marbella as we speak, like, <laughs> <laughs> on his on his winnings. But uh, yeah, I think two massive games. I think the um, this, like I say, it's a test. We can kind of gauge ourselves where we're at um, after these two games. Like I said they're at home, which you know we, we're doing all right. We've lost one game at home. I think we have all, all season against Oxford. So what's that? Did you see that tweet? The the teams that have only teams that have lost. Yeah. Us, is it Chelsea, Liverpool? Yeah, some big names. West Brom. Exactly. So, What's about uh, it? Uh, is Hillsborough becoming a fortress? Maybe that's for uh, maybe that's for the debate show in midweek. Yeah, we'll Wednesday, 8 o'clock, we'll by the way. The yeah, Wednesday, 8 o'clock. Make sure you get involved. Yeah, we'll be square. Exactly, yeah, that's it, Giles. Don't mention Bannon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, yeah, we've got the debate show. We've also got the Oppo's view as well, which will be... Probably Friday, I think, uh, this week, previewing Rotherham and the Accrington games. Although we might do an Accrington one, we never never know because we did that one before, didn't we? But uh, before the game got postponed. But yeah, there'll definitely be another another two shows for you. Thanks everyone for uh, for listening. I know it's been a long one, but we've had uh, so much to talk about. I hope you've enjoyed it as well. And make sure you, uh, if you haven't subscribed, it's the first time listening. Thank you for getting this far into it. They're not all this long, but make sure you do subscribe so that you don't miss another episode. Thank you very much, and we'll see you all next week. Cheers, guys. Cheers.
The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.